Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my fantastic co-host Mozzie. How are you doing? Fantastic, as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It, I was like, I almost like struggled for a second there because it's kind of earlier than we usually do this, and so like I'm not like as like on it, and I hadn't like had any forethought on that one. So they're, they're usually off the cuff, but that one was like almost a big struggle bus off the cuff. It's fine. It's early. Yeah, if you were expecting witty content, yeah, at least just time. We'll, we'll, we'll get in the group. We'll get in the group. I believe in us. Yeah, just give us, yeah, give us a little time. Give us a little mm-hmm. time. Get yeah, it's you know, it's like, it's like you know, a veteran or you know, a team that doesn't play much in the preseason. You got to give them some time to get warmed up. But, right. Um, you know, week one, you're like, eh. yeah, this is still preseason. Come exactly. On. But um, we did not have nearly as much uh, injury issue this week. Not. A ton of quarterbacks went down. Unfortunately, we did lose a big name in uh, Saquon. The quads, the quad god, Lord Saquad. Farquad. Um, <laughs> Farquad. Yeah. It's... So yeah, he's he's out. They listed him like four to eight weeks. It's probably going to be more towards the eight weeks. Like I'm not gonna I'm gonna guess right now that he's gonna come back after the bye because I think they have like seven games before their bye. So okay. like it would just make a lot of sense for them to keep him out through the bye. So that's what I'm planning on with him. Interesting. Yeah, what are they, a week 9 by? Um, week 11 by. Week 11. So, yeah, so that would put them, you know, um, like seven games and then the bye, and then um, he could be back, which would make sense. Like, there's not really a reason to rush him back in the sense that, like, he's your party's future franchise, unless you're kind of Danny Dimes, a.k.a. the Danchise. The Danchise. I like that. Yeah, I think I think Jay Watson that one. That was funny. <laughs> the Danchise. Damn, You've heard Daniel. of the Danchise. <laughs> now here comes the Danchise. Yeah, one New York team trying to improve on what the other did. Although Dan, San- Timmy Dimes. Yeah, although Sanchez had a good uh, first year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan, his first year, he took him to the AFC, didn't he? The championship. I think so. <laughs> I mean, was it him? Was it defense? You know, was it, yeah, you know, take. was it Darrell Revis and Bart Scott, mm-hmm. Rex Sean Ellis, and some sexy feet? Some and sexy. So... I was gonna have to say something about feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Once see, everyone knows you have a foot fetish, that's kind of it. Yeah, like, <laughs> how do you not keep making those jokes? <clears throat> So we have T.Y. Hilton. He is, um, he aggravated a quad thing like he re-aggravated it. It's up in the arm if he's going to play this week. I I don't think he's going to play. Like, the stuff goes, he like, this dude like always has the questionable tag. So when I see the questionable tag, I'm like, ah, fuck it, I don't know. But if, if there's going to be a week to let him rest, it would be against my Raiders that I love so much that are not that good, unfortunately. Yeah. So, because right now they're seven point favorites, I don't know if it's counting for like Hilton being in or out. I, I think I do think they still win even without him. But yeah, I I am planning on not having Ty in the leagues where I own him, which I think is only like one or two. But uh, he's yeah, he's pro- such a cake matchup. Yeah, right now <laughs> he's unsure. Yeah, right now he's unsure. But I I don't expect to have him. But obviously, we'll find out more. I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine they'd want to hold him, save him for Kansas City. 
Yeah, also, I don't think he's going to practice at all this week. No. It'll just be like, he's just going to be questionable until Sunday, and then you're going to have to wake up early and see. Mm-hmm. With, um, with him, though, they do have a bye in week six. So mm-hmm. if if it is, like, something significant at all, which I don't think it is, but if it's enough to be like, hey, T.Y., listen, bud, just <laughs> wait it out. There's a, there is a small chance they could keep him out through the bye, but I just I would guess it's just, you know, out week four, back for Kansas City. So keep an eye on him. Tie tie. Yeah, although he's been having a good year so far. So Yeah. I mean Brissett's look good. Yeah, yeah, that that offensive line is a nut is nuts so dude. Yeah, it is. Such a good unit, holy moly. They finally got luck aligned. Yeah. <laughs> and it's for Jacoby. But yeah, he, yeah, he's definitely he had a really good game last week. Like he was torching in the first half. Torching. Mm-hmm. And we have Vance, he, I don't know what exactly it was. He's in, he's in like a shoulder sling, so, you know, obviously it'd be something shoulder-related there. probably not playing this week. Yeah, I think the thought is, it definitely at least one week, maybe more. Um, they did bring in, I think, did they bring in Nick Vanette? Yeah. Cause they're they playing, did, yeah. They're planning to be without him for a bit. So, Which was also encouraging for the other Seattle guy. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, we'll get to talk about it a bit later. And then we had uh, Edelman. He, I think he bruises ribs or something. Yeah, all I saw is yeah, he had a chest injury. Uh, yeah, rib injury. Vague. Yeah, so X-rays were negative. So he's, I think he's gonna have more stuff checked. I think he got some more stuff done on Monday to see what it was. But as far as I'm aware, he's okay. I'll look into that some more. It's probably just like rib bruise. Yeah, it's oh, I'm in the NFL. I got hit in my midsection really hard. And they didn't, you know, need him for that win. Honestly, like, if it was, like, a good team that they needed him against, I imagine they wouldn't have, like, he probably could have played. Mm-hmm. So, as far as I'm aware, everything I've seen is that it's minor and he's going to be able to play. Yeah, I mean, they might just give him one of those, like, super intense Kevlar vests. Yeah, I would Shot say... Shot him morphine. Mm-hmm. If for some reason he doesn't play, then... There would be some boosts that go around that we can get to. And then we've got um, LaShawn McCoy. He, like, briefly left. As far as I'm always supposed to be fine, I think they said he, like, minorly re-aggravated something. I'm not 100% sure what it was. But Daryl Williams came in and looked good. Mm-hmm. So, and this back here just lush. Like, is Darwin Thompson's just kind of still red-shirting it? I, I guess. guess. Yeah, for everything I've seen from any read is that, like, He's saying, like, he's, like, you know, getting there, working on it. Um, like, his... I'm not sure if it's, like, pass blocking, just wanting to, like, hold him off a bit. You know, unleash him when there's no one else left. <laughs> I don't know what the exact right. point is. But, I mean, that could be it. Like, maybe they do want to preserve him till later. Like, I don't fucking know. You know I don't know what yeah, he's thinking. I, yeah, maybe he really sucks at pass blocking, too, at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's could, a big thing. Yeah, which, I don't know. I mean, they... They they were able to mask like Kareem Hunt being an awful pass blocker, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe maybe it is part of that. Maybe he, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know how to very well yet. It's like it could be just like a conceptual thing, even more than like a technique thing, because mm-hmm. that's like the hardest part of it. Because as far as I'm aware, like he probably has a technique down, but knowing where to go, it was like okay, you're you're tasked with protecting Mahomes. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's, so if you're not ready for that, then like, okay, like, you, yeah, I understand that from a coaching perspective. 
but I th- I think McCoy is on track to play next week. Not hundred percent sure. Obviously, well, there's a lot of muddiness in that with Damian Williams. Um, he was actually next up on our list as far as follow ups. He um, he didn't practice at all last week, and so I I I have no clue if he's going to play this week. <laughs> to be fully honest, I just keep an eye on it. But there's a lot of like shit up in the air in the Kansas City backfield. It does look like McCoy is going to play, and Damian won't. Yeah, I except we'll, we're recording like Wednesday morning right now, so we're we're, right. we're, we're going to get a lot more info. Unfortunately, after we record, but it's, it's only keep, been one day of practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep an eye out on that situation. But whoever's in that situation, whoever is getting the most touches or even second most touches, is is worth a lot. Oh yeah. No, it is the Lions. It's, you want the guy; they'll be catching the ball a lot. It's a mm-hmm. PPR machine. <clears throat> yeah. How did? Let me see how. Because he hadn't been catching the ball much. He um was mostly just like running a shitload. Gosh, dang it! I wish. So like, okay, so like, I have him in the Yahoo League. So I'm like, oh, I'll pull that up and click on it, and like, it shows me the like rush attempts and stuff like that. But like, I can't see the receiving. Like, unless I like go to a different page and like navigate around some bullshit like why would you not show me like his receiving stats right there like it's obviously relevant but anyway that was just a little great also espn's new desktop thing is total shit oh my gosh i hate it so much yeah their new interface is so awful like to put someone on ir you have to click a separate button on off to the side that says manage ir i'm like why the fuck is that a thing like why can't i just move someone in ir like i could previously Adding players more than yeah, it sucks. But anyway, so um, McCoy did have three catches on three targets last week, twenty six yards and a touchdown. So it's funny because he only had um, thirteen or sorry, not thirteen, eleven touches, and he did all of that eleven touches wow. because of the offense. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, when you have Mahomes throwing, it's so everyone's so far back. <laughs> Yeah, I said, <laughs> sneak peek, Andy Reid can make me a good fantasy running back. So. <laughs> and then um, as far as any other running backs, um, the only other guy on our list here is uh, Devin Singletary as far as, like, you know, follow-up guys. So, oh, yeah, he can be back this week. Yeah, he didn't practice at all last week. And since it's a hamstring thing, um, obviously something I'll take carefully. Buffalo does have a week six bye. So like if it's an if it's is kind of significant, I could see them holding him out like yep. through that. Um, if uh, yeah, if he is, you know, it's a bummer. Gore is valuable till then. Mm-hmm. Singletary is an interesting like buy like buy right now because we saw him being baller like before this, and so if you can get him from someone who's a little eh, on like having an injured guy just chilling around, it could be a good buy opportunity. Yeah, yeah, like his upside. Mm-hmm. Same with Saquon. If you're, so this is something I've been looking at in one of my leagues. If you're like three and zero and like at a really good spot, like if your team's really solid, it could be an opportunity to try to get Saquon to like get ready for a later run. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing. I've been looking at trying to like trade for him. Yeah, set up for later. So let me take your injured guy. Yeah, because I'm like cause some guy who's like two and one, like right in the middle of the pack. I'm like. He's going to need these active players and more of these guys who are playing a lot more than, like, he's going to need some wins now because if he gets to, you know, 11, 12, whatever it is, when Saquon's back and he's screwed, then it doesn't matter anyway. So, 
Got to play to win, baby. Mm-hmm. And also, like, if you have Saquon and you're, like, 1-2, and 0-3 oh, or something and not in a great spot, like, look to someone who is in first and say, hey, do you want to stash this guy for later? Because you're going to be in the playoffs, you know, give him, like, a little, like, oh, hey, your team's so good. Do you want to make it better later? And, like, yeah. obviously it will help them later, but you can get a boost now. So it goes both ways on that. Just some uh, strategery for your yeah. fantasies. Some that good old strategery. I use that and then knock on wood if you're with me. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> we have. Um, so I, I wrote Henry on here. I forgot who I was talking about. I was like, there's a lot of a couple of Henrys, you know. But this is this is Hunter Henry we have here. Hunter. Yep. He he's still on track for um, a return, probably around week like seven eight, maybe a little later. Um, so yeah. it, it was it was. Week one when it happened, and it's hit four to six weeks, but probably a little later, so it'll be looking like week seven, eight for him. Until then, Keenan Allen's a fucking monster. Ugh. Just catching everything. Yeah, it's absurd looking at, like... It's him and Eckler. Yeah. It's funny looking at certain, like, metrics as far as, like, oh, like, opportunity type of stuff, like, you know, market share, all that. Keenan Allen just dominates it, holy moly. It's hilarious. Too many targets. He's yeah, he's got nine 42. more. Tar- yeah, he has nine more than the second highest guys, which actually is Michael Thomas and uh, Tyler Boyd. Interestingly enough, huh? And he's got the most receptions by nine. Yeesh. Sammy Watkins is. Um, wait, that's not right. I didn't sort right. He, oh, sorry. He's got the most receptions by four. My bad. The sort okay. work right. Yeah, Michael Thomas is second. Um, he has the most receiving yards by almost a hundred. Um. By 93 over Sammy. Jesus. He's not leading in touchdowns. He has three instead of four. The lead, I believe, is at four right now. Yeah. A couple guys there. And then um, his target share, he's got 36% of the target share. 36. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a, th- a little more than a third of the time mm-hmm. Rivers is looking to throw to Keenan. Yeah, and like a fourth of his yards are a yak as well. He's got that yak ability. Yak. So, yeah. The, <laughs> the no Henry, and I will obviously no, no Gordon too, but, um, I mean, that goes to Gordon. But anyway, yeah, so no Henry means a ton of Keenan Allen. Give us all the Keenan. How's, mm-hmm. been, uh, how's uh, Mike Williams been doing? I traded him. Yeah, because he, he played a, like a limited, limited fashion last week. Cause, um, I didn't think he was actually even going to go. But let me look at how he did last week. I did not tab him at all. He got seven targets last week, only three catches, but he's still getting some targets. I mean, he's good. Mm-hmm. You he just got didn't his, reel him in, huh? Yeah, he got his full snap allotment, so he's playable pretty much every week. And probably, I mean, I'd, it's the Dolphins I consider him this week, of course, too. And then we've got uh, more injuries here that keep up with Darnold. Um, we've got a bye this week. He wants to try to come back week five. But, I think he'll be back after the bye. Mm, the main thing right now, so I guess when you get mono, you like, I guess I could be telling on this, but from what I know, slash looked into, you're like spleen enlarges a little bit. Yes, so it enlarges your spleen, and they have to be careful so he doesn't rupture it. Yeah, don't. Want that I don't thing. understand why you don't just take it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of these like vestige organs. Like it probably evolutionarily had an importance in our systems like a long time ago, but we evolved out of it and you don't you literally do not need your spleen. Why don't we just take Darnold's spleen, 
and move it somewhere, somewhere else. else. <laughs> I guess then because he would have to go into surgery and he'd have stitches and would be out even longer, but still, it's just like, come on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got uh, AJ Green on the list as well. Um, I think he came out and said he don't know like where like the timetable that was thrown out really came from. So I'm really wary on like when he's coming back, and I believe his contract's up after this year. So he's in no rush to come back. Yeah. Because I mean, he probably wants to be healthy to get paid. So I'm like, I'm not assuming he's coming back soon. If you have him, like, just know that. See, Alshon is expected back this week. Um, Djax is not. So that's just their early kind of prognosis on that. Okay. Um, um, I put Locke on here just to like talk about him briefly. <laughs> since since you know Flacco and the Broncos. God. Yeah, the Broncos are struggling right now. So like Locke is on IR. He's algebra turn. I think it's week nine, I believe. So mm. around that time, maybe shortly after, I would be on on lock watch as far as um, you know the switch. Because if they're if they got a terrible record, they're gonna put him in probably, right? Yeah, if they're zero and six. I'm gonna say all right. This yeah, was if, not a good idea. Yeah, if it's week nine, he comes back. You know, okay, don't want to throw him right away. Yeah, if they're if they've got like two wins or something, they're gonna put them in. Yeah, and I don't think Denver's line is particularly good. Like I, the Green Bay Packers, they had six sacks on him. Yeah, their defense is super good for sure, but yeah. six sacks is a lot, man. It's really bad. I'm really excited for the to. Yeah words are hard the thursday night game to see how they do against the philly line that's really good yeah yep we'll see be on lock watch though um tyler croft he had he had like a new injury come up or some sort of re-injury to like a body part at jason so he's got no time to he's off for a while um dawson knox had a good game he's one of our guys that's our guy yeah so he's a big strong man who can catch the ball and run with it um yeah, that's... <laughs> he's like, what, 6'4", 240? Something like that. He's a large fellow. That truck he had. Yeah, he had a nice beauty. double truck, stiff arm, truck stick, boom. So, double truck, one, yeah, two, if, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Jalen and Knox build a report, it's something to watch. So as long as cropped out, Knox is the guy. And then... Um, Knox on wood, baby. And then lastly, we, had, we have a reek here. He is um, on his way back from the injury. They're looking at like a week seven return for him. So that's getting kind of soon. Crazy. Mm-hmm. When is their bye? Their bye is. Oh, they, only, they have like a week 12 bye. <laughs> Every so. week is their bye. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, no. Cause, so in the league where I have Mahomes, I'm just like, lo- I'd like pulled up the schedule. I'd like to see when the bye was. And like the point projections for him are just absurd. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I know. When we took him in Dynasty, I was, like, looking at his fucking points he scored in the system last year. It was, like, 500 points. Yeah, because, like, the big play bonus. Big game bonus <laughs> the yeah. big play bonus and the quarterback boost. I was just like, holy shit. That's absurd. Yeah, like, on, uh, I was looking at, like, FanDuel, and he has not scored below 27 points yet. On like That's, like, that's like your standard scoring, like, you know, four-point passing touchdowns, all that. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like no yard bonuses so the dude is absurd it's amazing yeah as I know I'm a Raiders fan I'm supposed to like hate it 
And like I'm like I wish you know the Raiders had that, but man, it is impressive. Like it's I, the it's like history making. The uh, Demarcus Robinson catching the end zone. I was like, I can't even oh, be yeah. mad. Like I'm like, I'm like I was I wanted to like I did pick Kansas City, but like I wanted Lamar to win just because like that's where my allegiance lies. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, like I can't even be mad at that. That was just really fucking good. Like, Demarcus. I mean, there were so many. The fucking Meekle bobble and then run. But yeah. the, the was it the one that like went through the corner's hands, basically? Well, he like threw it to Meekle in the backfield, and he almost oh that one like fumbled it away to the fucking Ravens, and then he he finally reeled it in, and then took it all the way up the sideline for like twenty yards. Mm-hmm. There was 10, one. It was 15 yards. Yeah. Oh, I think it was the Sammy Watkins. I don't remember. It. Mahomes threw it up, and, like, the cornerback, like, I don't know if he missed time as a jumper. It was just that perfect, but it was kind of funny. It, like, went, like, right through the cornerback's hands, like, while the, as they were up, and then Sammy caught it. I'm just like, wow. Oof. Yeah. But, um, Roasted. Yeah, jail had the sections for you. And then, um, <laughs> that was also for you. Moving on, we've got some players that are um, coming off of, like, Andrew Ravens. Hmm? But... Said so in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have picked the Ravens last week. I just yeah. I, like I had to. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted them to win. I just didn't think they would. But I, I like I like Harbaugh and how he was being aggressive. I appreciate it for the most part. Yeah, I mean, they made it close. Yeah, I mean, you've gotta you've gotta score a bunch against Kansas City and, and assume they're gonna score again. It's like Lamar is something like eight and two, and his only two losses are in Kansas City. Yeah, that's you know quite respectable <laughs> <laughs> and then um so he got coming off suspension um Herndon he's um so the Jets have a bye then his last suspension week so week six is when he's gonna be coming back so keep an eye on him if you're tied in needy yep. uh Golden Tate will be back next week so go ahead and try to grab him soon if um he's not already been fished up and then um this is not either of those but um there have been some rubblings that J.J. is someone that they're looking at to come in um, for the Giants. For the Giants, yeah. Guy. Yeah, so keep an eye on that. Um, I don't know if you'd want him, per se, but like just be aware that you know it could be a thing. <laughs> yeah, it could be a thing. Hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I did think about adding him in a few leagues, like Dynasty, but meh. Yeah, like, I don't know what's really going to happen like they don't want to, it seems like they aren't really worried about running a ton right now i guess and or how effective they're gonna be i'm not sure so and it's and it's jj like he could yeah. have two good games and that's it <laughs> you have a 200 yard game and then nothing mm-hmm. and then um I think that's about it on that section. Um, <laughs> so from last week, we have our newly acquired guys. We have Mika Fitzpatrick, and I'm just like, oh, he got bodied by uh, use check. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then Ramsey's still on the technically on the trade block. I guess the Ravens made like a good offer. I think it was like Hurst a first and a second or something like that for Ramsey, and they said no. I know. Can you believe that? Yeah. So. I mean, I, he's a, he is probably the best corner in the league. Yeah, but I'm guessing he's not going anywhere at that rate then. No, I mean, I think it's more likely they trade one of their coaches. Not <laughs> trade, but cut. Yeah. <laughs> I told him last week, who would you rather have? Like, I mean, it's Ramsey. Yeah, same. I'd rather have Ramsey than Doug Marone. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand mm-hmm. why Doug Marone is still there. Yeah, but... 
someone who is there and is putting up uh, big time games is Gardner Minshew. The Gardner, yeah, himself. So, leading off some things that really stood out in a good way um, was, as you wrote it, Gardner <laughs> Minshew's unsuppressible swag. <laughs> he looks like he's like Burt Reynolds, as a, like in the seventies as a quarterback. Yeah, he showed up to um, a Washington State game in like a, in jorts. I'm like, what a guy. <laughs> But like, did you cut? Did you cut your own jorts? He's like, yeah, of course I cut my own jorts. You cut my own jorts. I'm like, I didn't realize I was watching Blue Mountain State. <laughs> how, how did I miss this guy in that show? Oh, so funny! One of our friends in like July, Andy, was talking to me because he had just picked him up in Dynasty, and he was like, "Man, I really like this Gardner Minshew guy." And I was like, "Why?" He was like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't really think Nick Foles is going to do very well." So fair. And then yeah couple months later he's just got him on his team <laughs> yeah way before everyone else yeah it's it's funny because like we didn't have good much for him yeah we weren't huge on the Foles stuff in general for jack the jacks to start but we didn't really think ahead to oh gardner <laughs> Minshew. <laughs> that wasn't really yeah in my mind but hey it's been working out for them and the dj chart connection is real oh yeah he's been added in most leagues now i think or he's getting there yeah he's, he's got to be almost all owned now at this point and then, uh, yeah, and then another thing, um, this is the one I'm excited about too, uh, Preston Williams is uh, Rosen's main target by a good margin. He got 12 targets, I believe, and barely missed on a touchdown. He like caught it and threw the end zone, and then had to, like, like pretty much at the end dropped it out or whatever. I don't know. It was like so close to being a touchdown yeah. that it probably, you know, like all means necessary or, you know. What's the word I'm looking for? It was really fucking like random, a lot of variants that it wasn't a touchdown. So if it is a touchdown, we're looking at this a lot differently right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's talented. Um, and PPR, he's actually been fairly consistent too. Yeah, and PPR he's gotten like ten points each week. Yep. So that's interesting. And that, Rosen Rosen looked pretty fine. I mean, he had some like some off throws, but as far as this terrible team he's been stuck with. Yeah, I mean, I really am sick of all the people saying Rosen's not good. Like, how the hell can you fucking evaluate him with what he's had around him so far? Mm-hmm. He's gotten super boned. <laughs> he's gotten super boned. I I mean, I think he's going to be good, because I think the AFC East is going to eventually be Darnold, Josh Allen, and Josh Rosen, all from that draft potentially being good quarterbacks. And still sucks. Brady. And still Brady. Yeah, of course, for the next 15 years. <laughs> As he sucks the life force from the young boys he kisses on the mouth. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> slurp. <laughs> oh, gosh, anyway. <laughs> Moving on, did you have any takeaways from the uh, Bengals-Bills game? Um, it's, I mean, Mixon finally did stuff. <laughs> finally. I would say, like against Buffalo, which will come into play later, later, your best running back option is the one that can catch. They're pretty good up the middle and just like general run defense, but the pass catching running backs are like they're working against them. Mm, I think that's kind of been a thing. That was I think that's sort of a thing last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Because this this year, Bell obviously did well against him. He did a lot of damage through the air. And Mixon, most of his stuff was through the air as well. And then, 
Barkley, I mean, okay, Barkley's Barkley, but he had some success against them, too. Yeah, Barkley's Barkley. Mm-hmm. Barkley so, don't bark. <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> um, this week they've got the Patriots. So, yeah. White, Burkhead, I'll see. James White. Yeah, if some, if said for some reason Edelman's out, James White is just smash this yep. week. No, I think James White's probably smash regardless, but extra uh-huh. smash with Edelman not there. Extra <laughs> smash. Extra smash. Extra James. <laughs> <laughs> the um, another thing that stood out that I agree on you with is the Green Bay defense is looking really good. It's it's scary. And I have another one later, since we were already on it, we can just kind of pair here. But the fucking Patriots defense is also, like, it might be the scariest thing about the team. Yeah, it's really mean. They're both, both of these teams have just yeah. outstanding defenses. For what it's worth, though, I do want to add who what quarterbacks they've played. Yes. Packers have <laughs> played Mitch, Kirk, and Flacco. Okay. So that's something, I guess, to at least keep in mind. I'm sure the schedule-adjusted ratings will be a little different, and by, like, you know, after this week, we'll have a lot more to go off of. And the Patriots have played... Um, they did play Big Ben week one. Sorry, they played Ben Roethlisberger week one. And, um, but I, I don't know how healthy or not healthy he was at the time. So that was a good shutdown. But then they played the Dolphins and then Luke Falk. So, yeah. This week we'll know more. But even after the Bills, they get... Washington and the Giants. The the Patriots have like the fact that the Patriots have like sort of an easy schedule for a bit is annoying. It's an easy schedule. Yeah. But when you, when you play the Dolphins twice and the Jets twice, that's yep. you know, every year. <laughs> yeah. And okay, I know that they know they have a good record outside of their conference or outside of their division too. But when you only need like nine wins to get to the playoffs every year, that does help. <laughs> yeah. Like if if neither if no one in your division's like eclipsing eight and eight, occasionally nine and seven, like in ten wins guarantees you playoffs. Like that makes it easier. That is the thing. You only need to get nine wins to win your own division, and you're getting like over the past decade plus fifteen years, it's basically five wins in the division every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. There's a reason they've been a dynasty, and a lot of it does have to do with the division they're in. Yeah, it it, it helps. It does help. It, yeah, it doesn't hurt. Because a lot, a lot of teams, like, have, like, worse record. Like, a lot of teams have, like, worse records in division, too, just because it's those games are tougher. Like, a lot of it's more even. But Yeah, they like, hate each other. Yeah. The will to win is stronger on both sides. Yeah, and not just the will for Bill to be a dick. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you're Bill. Beer. <laughs> How do I reach these kids? <laughs> yeah, um, Mark Ingram went ballistic. Uh, I know what you're talking. I I was like, oh, Mark Ingram. I took I took him off the mash list just because I'm like, he. What if he falls into the touchdowns and he's in? Yeah, <laughs> he was doing all sorts of damage against the Chiefs last week. Yeah, how many which, points did he get? He had like a fuck ton. A lot. He got three touchdowns, like hundred plus yards. <laughs> So like Mark Mark Ingram is a has been a very good fantasy running back so far. Yeah, we kind of I mean we did sort of say that we thought that would be the case. So yeah, I mean we were... given the schedule, like he could start out really hot. Oh yeah, and like Lamar Jackson, the type of quarterback that he is, like he's going to be hitting the running back a lot for the checkdowns. Mm-hmm. It helps for option sure. plays. Yeah, it makes it more open. Um, the Falcons Colts game had a lot of 
good quarterback play in the terms of you know stat wise. So I don't, I don't have here. So Brissett had a good game, but Matt Ryan only missed five. Yeah, he had. He was twenty nine for thirty four. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the Colts they really miss Malik Hooker, mm-hmm. and he just can't seem to stay healthy, which is not good. I miss my Hooker. My Hooker, come back. <laughs> As uh, Frank Reynolds would say, my whore. <laughs> <laughs> Malik whore. <laughs> yeah, they, the Falcons, man, their defense needs to do a little more. That's all I can say, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, they lost Keanu Neal again. <sighs> yeah, boy, it's a bummer. Is that like a Sean Lee thing? Like every year, it's just... I hope not, but it might be. He's sad. Sad panda. Those things were so good with him, but it's not often. See, uh, Marvin Jones is he done nice... for the year? Oh, Keanu Neal, I don't know. I I'll think I up. think he is. But um, yeah, Marvin Jones had a nice big day in Philly. There, um, not good against receivers. <laughs> Here we go, Keanu <laughs> Neal. Um, yeah, after the year, he tore his Achilles. It appears. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, the Patriots have signed. Uh, Cody Kessler. No way. For that's worth. It's not worth a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth anything. I do believe in Bill Belichick getting the quarterback to do the system, but I don't know if Kessler. Like, I think he's just there but as yeah. an emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the Kyle Allen big day? How much of it's him? How much of it's Arizona? I mean, a good amount of it is Arizona, right? I think so. Like their defense is next to the worst after probably the Dolphins. They, their personnel is just so bad. Mm-hmm. Like their best defensive player is probably Chandler Jones. And then they've got like a very old and about to retire Terrell Suggs. <laughs> their corners, though, are nobodies. Yeah, it's it's so bad, especially that Pat Pete man. It's rough. Tremaine Brock and Byron Murphy. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. But um, so on uh on Kyle Allen, um, three of his touchdowns were from five yards or less. That's that's something that could easily go the way of McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, or he could run it in. He does have some mobility to to him too. He, I mean, he ran. I didn't really run much, but he's like he has like he isn't slow per se. He's not like lumbering, but yeah. So but the thing is, you know, three of those touchdowns like within the five yards could have gone any other way. Like it could have been to McCaffrey, or someone else. So I mean, yeah, and he had a lot of usage already. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's just worth like noting is that you know if the variance falls the other way and he gets you know two touchdowns instead, we're not looking at it as absurdly. <laughs> And it's Arizona, so I mean it was a good outing for sure. Like not to take not to take like much away from him. Like he played well, and he'll definitely keep the team afloat for a bit. But I'm not gonna like be all aboard per se. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm definitely tempering expectations for the mm-hmm. moment. He was 19 for 26, and when I see a quarterback with that high of a completion, there's for me that's usually the defense mm-hmm. just not doing it jack shit. Because yeah. in practice, anybody can hit. 10 for 10 if nobody's playing defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Except if you're Agalor. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Agalor. <laughs> um, two guys who have been some just some studs. Um, well, Mike Evans is a huge stud last week. He blew up. And he was in line for some regression. But, man, that was absurd. Finally. We were yeah. waiting for the blow-up week. Yeah, I was... And I, I know last week I was I was big on him on the pod last week. So, mm-hmm. I, think I, I think I talked about... This, the exact you know, air yards difference and stuff and all the opportunity he's getting but not converting on. And then um, Scary Terry McLovin, uh, I've seen you know F1 as far as like McLaren F1, whatever you want to call him. Um, I like McLovin, but... McLovin. Yeah, he continues to ball out. He just, yeah, he's not stopping, man. Every week. Yeah, whether it's legit time or garbage time, it's, it's there. So... Yeah, I mean, he had... He's... he's almost leading the team in targets at least last week he was one below Richardson I don't know about team stats let's see pretty sure he is but it's kind of wild it's it's just funny yeah he's definitely in the team in targets um yeah he's got uh 257 receiving yards three touchdowns I mean he's just balling out yeah he's doing it man he's doing it Go Terry. I, yeah I wasn't I wasn't expecting it but hey yeah there you go <laughs> It's just that makes me wonder how much better it's going to get with Haskins in there. Yeah. The natural connection. Yeah. I mean, I think Haskins is a, to me, like in terms of quarterback comparison, he looks a lot to me physically like Roethlisberger. Yeah, that makes sense. He shuts the ball a lot. He's not particularly fast. He probably can scramble because he's pretty hard to take down. Like he's so big. Yeah, in the same way that Roethlisberger. Right, it's not fast or pretty or elegant, but he can just kind of truck along. Yeah, he's he's a large person. Let me look up his exact uh, stats here. If you look, I've got him at six four two thirty. Yeah, six three six four like two thirty. Yeah, it's that's big. He's big, yeah. So yeah, I think he's gonna be chucking the ball a lot. I think they're gonna pass a lot more with Haskins eventually, like by the end of the season. And he's young too. He's also only twenty three or sorry, twenty two. Yeah, he came so, in pretty young. Yeah, that's another thing to keep in mind because I mean, like he he has a lot of time to get like a lot of development he can do and get better on. So, and then uh, other rookie quarterback uh, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, uh, Dan and Dimadime. Yeah. Dan Dimadam. Over the times I Owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> really? I can't believe they shanked that kick. Oh my uh, gosh. Buccaneers and kicker was an yeah. iconic duo. And our not so great stuff that yeah, the certain kicker <laughs> cursed team. That's just a bummer. But yeah, Daniel Jones had a really solid game. He's he can move, he's a big dude. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Yeah, I was I was like, alright, good start, good start, man. He's got Washington next week. Not a hard yeah. matchup either, so I'm gonna get. I, you can keep riding the Daniel Jones stuff, man. I wish we could have a, a Jones Haskins matchup. Uh, maybe we will. I, I can only hope. And so, um, some so not great stuff. Um, a lot. So a couple of quarterbacks on here: Mariota and Flacco. Yeah, Mariota was like 23 for 40. Yeah, he's. And it, granted, it was the Jags. But he on the year so far he is not looking hot. Yeah, week one was fine. Week two and three not so fine. So Atlanta is going to be a really important week for him, like super important. And then Flacco back at 
the Broncos are bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it wouldn't be as this bad, but man, it is bad. I yeah, I did not think it would be this bad. I thought they were going to be a little bit better than people thought, but turns out they are what they we thought they were. <laughs> what does that? And uh, speaking of ass, would you like to uh, pontificate a bit? <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Keenum and the case of infinite ass? <laughs> oh my God! Why is he still the quarterback? He's so bad. He's not a good quarterback. He had one good year with the Vikings, who have the best wide receiver duo in the NFL with Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, and people think he's suddenly good. Oh, my God. This pisses me off. He's he's ass, dude. He's garbage. He, he, he's just ass, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> you know the worst part was? We had to watch this on Monday night. I know. For the love of God, and then Jay Gruden immediately like, oh, we don't feel like making a quarterback change at this time. Like, yeah, dude. he had five turnovers, and it was mostly all his fault. As far as I can remember, watching it, like pretty much all of it was his fault. Yeah, I mean, he, he had Khalil Mack in his face the whole night, but yeah, it's, it's... if he turns it over two times instead of five times, like Washington hangs around in this, but he turns it over five times and. The case of Khalil Mack destroying him uh, happened. <laughs> it's frustrating because they're not getting blown out, really. They're, they're getting points on the board. It's like they just they could be winning games. <laughs> yeah, if they had good quarterback play. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a bummer. Um, Drop. Keenum. Do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Just rip off the Band-Aid now. Just get Haskins in there. He's sure he's learning on the sideline, but game experience is the most valuable form of learning. Come on. Yeah, I mean, what what the fuck is there to lose at this point? Exactly, you're already losing the games. Might as well like <laughs> lose it with some style. I don't know. Lose, and you're gonna attract more people to your games just by having Haskins in. Yeah, I would much rather watch Dwayne Haskins in prime time than Case Keenum. Let me say that oh, at least. Absolutely, I actually <laughs> would tune in. I'd be like, ooh, let's see what Haskins is doing. Is he looking good? This one, it's like, oh, Keenum's playing. Well, I already know their offense sucks. Gonna I already know terrible. there's going to be turnovers and Khalil Mack's going <laughs> to make him have a bad time. He's going to somehow throw a fumble section. He's going to intercept and fumble it. <laughs> I think he almost did. <laughs> but another bad offense right now, at least, is the Jets' offense. It's, yeah. but It's historically bad. But once Darnold is back... It'll be a big boost to it. So that, that should yeah. be soon after the bye, which is nice. And Thank God. I can't deal with it. <laughs> oh, man. If you, if you can buy low on Bell right now, and like someone who kind of needs a win, and like he's on bye, if you can snag that, I would do that. I would, I would highly consider that. Absolutely. He mm-hmm. looks really good. Yeah, he's getting a ton of volume. He's all the snaps. <laughs> he's doing everything. He's just, he's just getting the ball a metric shitload. And, and then, uh, it's not just because Darnold's out and they're relying on him for the offense. Like, Darnold loved him, too. Yeah, it's it, yeah. once the offense is, like, better again, and you can actually That's have cool. some Robbie, oh, man. But, um, oh, I've been waiting, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Stop teasing me. Robbie. Not in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> not in the eyes. And then um, <laughs> we already mentioned Malik Hooker's absence being huge for the Colts secondary. Um, Eagles dropped the ball. Surprise. Um, <laughs> I really dropped the ball last week. <laughs> Seven. 
seven drop passes. Yeah, that's... And you lost by three. That's how you lose to the Lions. Is <laughs> That's how you lose to yeah. Patricia. You dropped um, the ball seven times. Hmm. Dolphins, obviously. <laughs> Let's put that in here as a joke. Dolphins aren't great, but what's new? <laughs> yeah, um, they're, yeah. But as we mentioned, there's some problems with a couple of guys. And then um, Seattle defense and Cleveland O-line are uh, notably bad. Mm. Like yeah. a, a legit defense that like, gave them a lot of trouble, Cleveland. And then um, Seattle's D has been getting torched. Yeah, Teddy looked fine. Uh, that's another one. That's probably another standout from last week I didn't mention. Teddy looked just fine. Yeah, he had some evasion where his knees weren't dead. So I'm like, all right. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I think the Saints will continue to win a few games with him. Yeah, I mean, I said as long as they can, like, stay afloat till Breeze gets back, that's good. And then, if anything, this is going to be helpful for Teddy's career. Which is, you know. Uh, yeah, which I hope he has a good one, you know. Been, mm-hmm. I wanted him in Dynasty for so long, I finally got him. Yeah, this is going to be a huge week for him, too, against Dallas. I'll probably, I told Jay Watt when I was trading with him, I was like, if Teddy ends up like doing well, I'll throw you like an extra compensatory pick or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be funny to start including compensatory picks on our trades in dynasty. It'd be hilarious. I, I kind of like the idea. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, interesting. It just adds more to it. It's fun. Yeah. Some risk mitigation. I'm like, yeah, if, if this trade is just terrible for me, I'll give you a third. But if he's, if it's like really good, I'll give you a first or something. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, speaking of also on the same track, Mason Rudolph. I like. I didn't really get a good read on how he played. I don't think he was that bad, but clearly their offensive coordinator needs to figure out how to do play calling. Yeah, it was not a good week. <laughs> so as I can put it, like. Yeah, Rudolph was fifty percent completion, just above. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, they were in the game. That was the thing. They like, were, and they had five turnovers, and they still lost. Yeah, that's what's hilarious. That's what's wild. They forced five turnovers and lost. So as a defense, got to be like, fucking, come on, guys. Absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 49ers are, along with the Bills, unfortunately, are um, the three and O teams that are kind of a mirage. <laughs> I'd be very willing yep. to say that. Yep, which definitely like leads us into our next thing, which is sort of like. The trends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe some trends we're expecting. Because a lot of times you'll see this at the beginning of the year. There will be a team that goes 5-0 and and then they end up like 6-10. and mm-hmm. A.K.A. like the Panthers last year. Rip. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, rip. That's what I was thinking, yep. <laughs> but you see a lot of these teams, they start off hot because the rest of the NFL is not really going yet, or maybe they just had an easy schedule to start, or something was in their favor, and then you start to see, like, as we call it, the positive regression, like, starting to take effect. Mm -hmm. And they sort of swing back to what they should be. I don't think the Niners, like are the best team in the league. <laughs> no, <Nah>, yeah. <laughs> Considering they eked out a win after turning it over five times, like, this is yeah. a lot. But, so one trend that I put in here that I like a lot is is Disley. Um, uh, spoiler, he's a stream this week. I'm sure someone probably tried to grab him. But, there's now more no, um, what's his name? Nick Vanette? Yeah, no more Nick Vanette. 
which helps kind of some with the snap share. Um, he's ball, he's been balling the last two weeks. Um, when he's healthy, he's been really good. He you know, is a good red zone option. The matchup this week. Mm-hmm. So here's why the Cardinals are great for tight end matchups, just in general. Just every week, you can pretty much bank on it. Um, and we've seen it for three weeks, too, be true. So yep. one is the pace. It's just good in general for the opposing team. Yeah, the Cardinals put up points. Like mm-hmm. they have a solid offense. The yeah, other it, team has to score to keep to keep up too. Yeah, well, their fast pace just forces more plays <laughs> for their team. Um, and their defense is bad. That's just Daniel too. But specifically, their defense on number two point is DJ Swearinger <laughs> is uh, being tasked with covering tight ends a lot, and that doesn't work. So. <laughs> Yeah, their, their def- secondary is miserable. Yeah, their defense is bad, and the personnel is even worse for it. And then third, <laughs> um, it's advanced Joseph defense. Um, it's something I've not seen like mentioned much. I think it's really important. So advanced <laughs> Joseph defenses in Denver got like shredded by tight ends, and Will Disley actually shredded them last year. Fun fact. So, I mean, if, is he going to shred Vance Joseph again? Potentially. But those three factors, yeah. like all of that, like Vance Joseph scheme defense is helps tight ends, the bad defensive personnel and the pace, like all that's great for tight ends. And it's been true every week so far. I mean, I know, you know, um, Hawkinson is a stud. Andrews is a stud as far as like, you know, super talent. And Greg Olson's just, you know, we know he's good. So well, this is not as like surefire, but I'm, I'm willing to go for it. Yeah. But that's Olson's best year or best game in like a year yeah. or two. Cause he's, I mean, he's been getting up there and he's, there were thoughts he might retire. He maybe kind of did and came back. Mm-hmm. But oh, speaking of the Panthers, we forgot to talk about Cam. Um, Ugh. So I he's don't gonna. Oh man. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna be out for a little while. I'm really hoping he's not like done, done. I hope not, man. That would be wild. Yeah, I was trying to move him in Dynasty this offseason. It wasn't able to, but um, I was kind of worried about his health this year with the shoulder and the foot stuff. Yeah, the shoulder last year. Now he's got, I don't know, some type of... Um, I think he said Liz Frank, which is what Liz um, Frank, Hollywood yeah. had. Which is a really shitty injury. Yeah, they're going to let him just rest this one out. Like they, he, Honestly, like as much as it's a bummer, like I wouldn't be mad to see him just like take a year off. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Luck did it. Yeah, and he had a great year after. He had a great year after, and then he retired the next year. But... Yeah, I guess he can doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would love to just have one more really good cam here, but... He deserves it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so right now, with cam, but yeah, I think the big thing is, I believe it's, like, listed as a list bank injury. I can check. Um, yeah, I said, like, mid-foot sprain. I think we've gotten a little more specification on it exactly. But it's kind of an indefinite timetable. Yeah, those are a pain-in-the-ass injury to come back from. They take a little while. Yeah, he's already out for week four. It's like- the high ankle sprain of your foot. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, could miss out indefinitely. The timetable they kind of picked was four to eight, which is, you know, long span. So, no camp for now. Yeah, it's like when you call a, uh, your air conditioning repair guy and they say they'll be there between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. You're like, well, that doesn't help. <laughs> like, I'll just sweat, I guess. <laughs> I'll just I'll just chill here all day then I guess I didn't have to do anything today. Yeah, and when you show up, ball sweat block. <laughs> and they show up. Oh, I didn't bring the right part. <laughs> Let me go to my truck. 
Oh, I left it in the truck. other truck. Oh, it's in the other truck. <laughs> I, I got to send the other guy over. He's got that part. He'll come by sometime tomorrow between 9 and 9. You'll know. His name's Jerry. <laughs> My name's Jerry as well. We're all Jerry. <laughs> hey, Jerry, you got the right part. Ah, oh, shit, man. That's in the other truck. You need to do the three-quarter to one-half. I have the one-half to three-quarter. Ah. <laughs> How do you not have the right part? How many parts are there in an air conditioning unit? <laughs> How many are there? Sorry. <laughs> I know we talked about this with the plumber or whatever it was. And it was yeah. funny because that actually like, happened. It's like, oh, I think this is, I think I have the thing in my van. He's like, oh, it's not in my van. Let me go get it. Like, what the fuck? But moving on. So. Mark Inger bought out against the Chiefs. Um, how do you feel about carry on Johnson against the Chiefs? Sploosh. It's a carry-on week. I think so. I mean, so here's the thing. I do think the Chiefs win the game. I do think their offense plays lights out, especially if Darius Slate can't play. So there's a high possibility that the Chiefs put up points really, really fast and the Lions are playing catch-up. But with that being said, Sorry, I think carry-on... <laughs> they are in red. Um, I do think carry-on just has way too much usage in the passing game this week like regardless of what the score is so i love him in like your ppr format for sure like getting receptions but i think he does a lot of damage uh through the air mm-hmm. he did and he, d- he needs his blow up week and i think this is a pretty good time to have a very solid game yeah, he did get 20 <laughs> rushes last week but it was philly so they got 36 whole yards off of it yeah i mean philly's rush defenses nasty do you have any worry about uh what's his name ty johnson vulturing some receptions in a catch-up game not really maybe a few it's because it's matt patricia but like he shouldn't (laughs) yeah carry on like the big play radar is kind of being in i I agree on that for sure on like it could be a big time game for him yeah and i mean we do know the Chiefs, like, as great, as prolific as their offense is. Their defense is super miserable. It's it's prolifically bad, I would say. <laughs> God, I wish they had Jalen Ramsey. Uh, oh, no, I like them not having Jalen Ramsey because everything's a shootout. It makes it fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it would just add, like, one very good piece to the defense. And that might be all they need. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would love for the Ravens to get him because I know, like I said, they made that offer. So, we'll... <laughs> I'll see what happens with Ramsey. I don't know. I'm curious how that goes. So, Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's staying in Jacksonville. <coughs> but he also this week said, I'm sick. I'm not practicing. And people are like, uh... I'm going to be sick in five days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say, Jalen. Moving on to our week four predictions. We'll start with the Thursday night game of uh, Philly at Green Bay. I think this will be a good game. I'm excited to actually have a decent primetime game. For real. A decent Thursday night game, no less. They've been dreadful. And Thursday night games are usually kind of dreadful just in and of themselves. Because it's always Tennessee at Jacksonville. (laughs) Why is that the Thursday night game? It's awful. Hey, hey, uh, (laughs) hey Doug, what you doing this Thursday? You want to play some ball? (laughs) Play some ball. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so Philly at Green Bay. Um, I've we both have Green Bay winning this. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think there's going to be a nice Devontae bounce back. It's kind of, I think it's going to be the popular narrative this week of, you know, they've talked about trying to give him the ball more. He's been getting a lot of targets, not been going to much. Philly can't stop passing. I also <laughs> like MVS for what it's worth, too. Like, the other mm-hmm. both, I think they're both in good spots. Like they could both have really good weeks. Mm-hmm. And he's emerged as the number two guy. Oh, yeah, he's the clear number two. And he, he's been getting, like, a lot from Rodgers, too. He um he got, yeah, last week he got, um like, 10-plus targets, I believe. So, Oof. yeah, he had, like, a very, like, high usage week. Let me look it up exactly. But, yeah, I, I'm, like, I like both of them. Is there anyone else that's not those guys that you're big on? Um, no, I think you mentioned it earlier, but the matchup to watch seems to be, like, the Green Bay defensive line versus that Philly offensive line that we know can be very good. Like, that'll dictate a lot of the game. Because Philly's offensive line struggled a bit this year for some reason. They, like, wouldn't have any indication on paper that they would, but they just have. So that's that's the key matchup to look for. And it is a shortened practice week for both teams, uh, which is another thing to consider. So it'll be a little sloppier. There might be a little more defense in this. So in terms of like fantasy options, I'm not going too high on that many of them. I think you're good with Devontae and MVS. But outside of that, and Rodgers, like Green Bay, I'm not picking a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Alshon and... Aguilar and Ertz. Are there any you particularly? Um, I'm gonna go with Ertz. Um, I don't want to gamble Alshon first game back from injury. Uh-huh. That's just personal preference um, based on his career <clears throat> thus far. Although he yeah. ha- he has played okay through injury before. I just I'm just not going there because I don't think I have to. Aguilar, yeah. I, he had his one good target hog week, but. I don't think it's necessary to do that. And, like, how Green Bay's defense has been playing. Like, if I, I – this, in my opinion, I don't know if it's a – if I can, like, quantify it, but if there is going to be some pressure, some sloppiness, Ertz makes sense. Yeah. And he's also good. <laughs> That's I think, too, of course. He's also great, yeah. Mm. But, like, I don't think it's going to be, like, Aguilar week two weeks in a row. I think that's maybe, fair. Maybe I'll turn it around with the, yeah. with the drops. Let me see. Um, gosh, that video, man. I assume everyone's seen it by now. But They're just throwing babies at us. I mean, we, we was catching them, unlike Agabor. Unlike Agabor. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, Ertz has a ton of targets this year so far. He has 30 targets through three weeks. And let's see how many yards. I mean, math. He's got like 180, 190 yards. Which is 12 less than uh, Keenan Allen, target-wise. Yeah. Dang, that's nuts. <laughs> But he hasn't any touchdowns yet. It's, you know, he's in line for some regression, as I like to put it. But, I mean, once you're getting that many targets in a good offense, it's going to it's gonna fall your way at some point. Yeah. So, and I think this is a good chance for it, too, just because of how Green Bay's defense is. I can look at how they've been against tight ends, per se, but there's not really much to go off of yet. Not much to go off of. Their yeah. best... Their worst week was against Denver's tight ends. Yeah, but like I said, they played um, Denver, which they don't use their tight end a lot. They played Minnesota, that hasn't really been using their tight end a lot, and they played. Um, yeah, and they blanketed Rudolph. Yeah, they played the Bears too, and that's you know they didn't team, have Burton. Yeah, teams that aren't really tight end friendly, 
like tight end defense stuff is like except for the extremes like yeah the cardinals yeah like arizona (laughs) that it's not really you know worth it um so yeah i like i like Ertz in that sense cool cool, 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 and then on mvs so what here's what i was looking for he had uh, last so last week he had 10 targets and then he had uh 34 it's 34 percent of the team targets and he also had uh 43 percent of like the team air yard share which is you know that we talked about the air yards before so he got Man, that's pretty good those. yeah i mean i'll i guess i'll go out on it i think Aglor might have a, have a decent week at least a little bit i think he'll try like take the right steps i don't think he'll drop as many things as he did last week yeah. i'll say that at least one of my favorite things on on Aglor is he did get the two touchdowns so mm-hmm. if he doesn't get the touchdowns you're really bummed yeah and then they have to go to say Ertz. Yeah. No, I was I was putting stuff together, and MVS and I believe Mike Evans were the only guys who were um, like ten plus targets, thirty percent of the target share, and then forty percent of the air yard share last week. Pretty sure Evans and MVS were the only two that fit that. So wow. that's you know something interesting to think about. Hogging them targs. Mm-hmm. And then um, Amash, Aaron Jones. It's the matchup and the timeshare. It's as simple as that. Yep. But, um... I mean, he can always do something because he is talented, but, like, it would appear to be not a great matchup for him. Philly's run defense is just extraordinary. Yeah, if you have... All right, here's a tough one. Would you start Wayne Gallman or Aaron Jones this week? Like, I think it's a tough one. I would still probably do Aaron Jones, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, don't I really don't it. know. Like, because I mean, Washington's run defense is pretty good. Who have they played? See, last week they played. David Montgomery really didn't do much last week. Yeah, it, I think it's like they're not like good enough to like make you not run at all. And so, like, it's a matter of like the Philly. The Philly matchup's definitely a worse matchup, and then there's also the timeshare versus not a timeshare. At least for yeah. now. As of now, we think Wayne Gallman's the guy. That could change in, you know, a day. Yeah, I mean, they could sign someone for sure. Yeah. CJ Anderson and JJ. But, I, yeah, I agree. I think I go Aaron Jones off of just the upside he has. Yeah, like, Gallman. Jones could just end up catching a pass and taking it 30 yards to the house, and then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got way more upside than Gallman, which I like there. And he has Aaron Rodgers. Yes, that's a big Not- thing. Not to shit on Daniel Jones, but I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't think Daniel Jones is as good as Aaron Rodgers right now. How dare you, Ness. <laughs> and then, um, anything else from this game you're on? Nah. Yeah. Maybe kicker, defense. Yeah. Crosby. Uh, Green Bay defense has been good, so you could throw them out. They don't feel super great about that, per se. Yeah, no, it is Philly. Yeah, and then moving on to a game that might be kind of quick. Uh, Tennessee at Atlanta. I... Don't really know who's gonna be a banger this game. I mean, you no play idea. you play Julio every week. I think Matt Ryan's shown that he's gonna get enough every week to be you know a startable option every time he's out there on the field. But yeah, and we were just shitting on Mariota, but like matchup wise, he like as long as he doesn't just completely suck, he should be in line to be a serviceable stream option at QB. Yeah, I I, I think it's kind of just like play as you would against <laughs> guys. Um, 
How's Tennessee been against the run? I can pull that out. But so Devontae Freeman finally had like a lot better week last week. He didn't get in the end zone, but he looked better, had more room, better you know, better stats, like everything you were hoping for as far as like a bounce back there. Um see Tennessee Chubb didn't do great week one, but they were also down by a fuck ton. And then Fournette really didn't do that yeah, well they've, either. They've held up well against the run, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, okay, Jordan Wilkins had, like, a really big run against them. Aside from that, they were good against the Colts. Yeah, that was definitely a strength of their team was their run defense last year. I think they were, like, between the 3 and 5 range for run D. Yeah, I mean, the, it's the the passing game is where I'm at for Atlanta for the most part. That's just, like, the yeah. general thing. I think we talked about that last week, too. I mean, I, you're, you're still playing Derrick Henry, I guess, as far as I'm aware. Dion, actually, I'll, I'll, add, I'll add some. I think there's two guys on Tennessee that are worth a look as a stream. One's going to be Dion Lewis if he's getting a lot of passing looks. If they decide, you know, Derrick Henry's not who they want and they do fall behind for that. Yeah. Then, I mean, Dion Lewis, though, has been absolutely non existent. Yeah. But, like, I agree because I, I have Derrick Henry, I think, in two leagues, and I really, like, don't like starting him this week. Yeah. Dion but... Lewis. I don't know if I can spit up for someone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel great about Dion Lewis. I'm going to take him off of here. I wouldn't wouldn't play him in any leagues I'm in over anyone I can play. So, in theory, it makes sense. Like, if you're super desperate, I don't think you could do worse, but not a whole lot. Like, I don't know. But my main thing is... AJ Brown because it's like the reason I said Dale Lewis I saw he was getting a lot of snaps in you know third down work and like behind work but if he's not getting the ball much it doesn't fucking matter like, that's the thing with snap counts is like like if you're at, if you're in the game but like never getting the ball or if you're not in the game much but always getting the ball and you're in the game like that's way more important to me so yeah that's like, like what tilted that's oh, good no I was gonna say he's got like nine attempts on the year yeah so even if he's in more, it doesn't matter if he's not touching it. That's what told everyone about Ebron last year was like his snap shares were low, but he was getting the ball a ton. But like, he was getting the yeah, ball. Yeah, and that's what matters. Always in the red zone. Mm-hmm. But I do think AJ Brown could be interesting this week. If interesting. I'm, if I'm picking someone to go against this defense, I think AJ Brown kind of like fits it per se. Um, I mean, it could be Corey Davis. I don't know. I don't. I think the Mariota to Corey Davis thing is kind of just dead at this point, so I'm not touching that. Yup. You should just trade him. Yeah. He needs somewhere else or someone not named Marcus Mariota. Someone not named Mariota. So yeah, I can pull the Falcons games real quick, but they've... Their defense has struggled a lot, <laughs> as we've seen. So, I, I, if, if I'm picking one, I'm going A.J. Brown. I don't know if there's much rhyme or reason to it, per se. Mm-hmm. Um... I guess I can look at who's beating them and see if it makes sense. I like it. I mean, AJ Brown's fucking good, man. Yeah, I mean, he's good. That's the thing. Like, if I, if I'm picking someone good who Mariota like likes throwing to, from what I can tell, I guess. But I, I'd said I don't love it per se. But you know, deep league dynasty league, where you need it. It's you know, I guess an option there. But I love it. Um, next game, New England at Buffalo. We both have uh, New England. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing against the Bills. It's just it's New England. Mm-hmm. And it's the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember their record against them since Brady's taken over, but it's like a 90-plus percentage. Heavily favors. Uh, Heavy, yeah. 
common bill. So, uh, who who are you on this game? Who are you off? Um, unfortunately, like without Singletary, I'm not super high on Gore. Like, unless you have a carries league, <laughs> where I think he's, you'll get a solid one at carries, but I don't see him doing much on the ground. The Patriots defense is just so freaking good. Um, like I'm not high on a lot of Bills players this week. I, I think their offense is going to struggle a lot. On the like, I don't think it'll be that high scoring of a game altogether. Yeah, I think it could be a low, all lower. I agree. It's a total right now. Let me see. It is at uh yeah. It was so open at forty four. It's now down to forty two and a half. So people are, people have it pretty low. Yep. And so, like for fantasy reasons, I would probably be avoiding most of it, unless you have a couple Patriots players. Like I do think James White will have a good week, which is another shitty thing for Michelle because Michelle's just kind of plotting getting some value, but not as much as he could. Yeah. So for what it's worth, uh, James Devlin is on IR. Their good fullback who is really helpful for Sony. So what a lot of things I've seen that makes sense is that Devlin being out is like a really bad thing for Sony just because they ran a lot of like two back sets with with him and Sony. So if they can't really do that as much, it benefits like Rex and White per se if Sony's not as effective. And he just hasn't looked as good too. And Rex has looked good for what it's worth. So yeah, right, right now I guess it's like Burkhead and White. Yeah. I think the James Devlin injury is the most significant Patriots injury, like in the past year or so. Yeah, because <laughs> he's he, they use him everywhere. Like they love him. He's on special teams. He's good at recovering the ball, running the ball. Like, yeah, it's it's really gonna hurt like their interior running game, and so that's what hurt that hurts Sony a lot. Mm-hmm. And their so. pass blocking, I think, a little bit too. Yeah, he's I'm assuming he's one of their better pass blockers. Yeah, he's a good fullback. Not something you see much anymore, but yeah, he's a big part of their team so they're going to change some stuff up so yeah if Edelman is out obviously it's even better for White and Burkhead and Gordon so but if Edelman's in I do like him since I guess Tredavious will be on Gordon or or do they not move their guys around much I'll have to look if they move their guys around much but I don't think Edelman will see much of um, Tredavious since I don't think he moves into the slot much in general and then um, I'm not on I'm off smoke this week Smokey Brown John Brown since, since he'll have a Gilmore. Ugh. Yeah. So maybe Beasles? I guess. I can see that. Beasles! If you if you just need some points in a bi-week boned situation. And then, yeah. Um, so defenses. I, New England's defense is in play as always, and it's Josh Allen who will turn it over. It's funny because Josh Allen can have a good fantasy day and still turn it over a shitload and have to get the other defense a good fantasy day. But in... Um, so if you play DFS and you do a lot of like tournaments and GPPs, I don't hate the Buffalo defense here, because like they're a really good defense, and the one thing that gets with the Tom Brady is pressure. So like if they can bring pressure and like get some stuff going, that would be you know a possibility. It's like, like there is actually like a legit chance Buffalo wins this. There is for sure. Yeah, like I don't think they will, but and I know like last year like the Minnesota game obviously it's a lot more drastic, but like people just assume Minnesota was going to just destroy them and Buffalo wrecks them. 
Yeah, I mean, and the thing with Buffalo is that, like, it is at home, too. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, right? Yeah, like... So they, if they're going to split with the Patriots, like, you'd think they'd win the home game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could be the one, you know, division road game the past lose, but uh, who knows, they may not. <laughs> but, yeah, picking a talented home underdog defense is intriguing to me for, like, you know, a high-risk thing. And either one, if you need something crazy in season long, or if, you know, more likely you're looking for something interesting in a DFS tournament. But um, next game, we've got Kansas City at Detroit. Um, I've got Kansas City. You have Kansas City as well. I think Kansas City smokes them. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I, I Like, I think the Lions will put up some points, but they can't put up as many as the Chiefs are going to. Yeah, once Mahomes just starts, like, slinging it, as I like to say. Like, if... if slinging it. Yeah, if the... If the Chiefs get up, like, 14 in an instant, like, Patricia could just, like, shit himself and forget everything. <laughs> it's, that's why I have Mash Mac Patricia here. Um, if anyone's going to kill a carry-on week, it's going to be him. Oh, Matt Patricia. But, he better not. Like, this should be a carry-on week, man. Mm. It should be. Uh, regardless, though, I do like the Detroit passing game. Like, carry-on week or not just because of the Kansas City defense and the, them being forced to have to pass some. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. I like I like Stafford this week. Yeah, I love Galladay this week. Like, Galladay's I one agree. of the... Yeah, Galladay, there's a few guys this week I'm pretty big on. Um, I Actually, two are in this game. Galladay and Sammy are two of the guys I really, really like this week. Um, just mash up, especially if Slay's out. And... Um, like, the opportunity they've been getting and how, like, it should kind of be mounted to a little more, at least over the last couple weeks for Sammy and then just overall for Galladay. There are two guys who I think should uh, continue to see a lot of work, and I think this is a week where it will translate. So, and obviously I'm based on like, the Kansas City passing game and Kansas City in general, duh, you play that all the time. That's kind of a given. But, and Kel- Kelsey's also kind of in line for some touchdown regression. Um, I had Has he, he scored one touchdown, I believe? I can pull it up, but um, he's he's got like a ton of yards and receptions, but not like a lot of um, touchdowns on it. So yeah, I, I'm all in on Kansas City this week. I mean, KC. obviously you are. I got that's kind of an easy thing to say, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we don't expect it to slow down much this week. Even though like Detroit's two zero and one, like yeah, they're undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated. Yeah. Um, is there anything else from this game, or is it is it kind of just straightforward? Obviously, player cheese, player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Oakland at Indy. Um, this is an interesting one. Yeah, I think this will stay close enough. The it's just like has the, this week four man. There's gonna be some fuckery going on. Like Colts defense shows. Like they can be thrown against, so I think Derek Carr has a pretty good day. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I do expect the Colts to still win. Yeah, the, their offensive line is just so good. Like the Raiders' offensive line isn't terrible; it's not great per se, but like, so the the Ty thing is up in the air. Um, I still think it's a Mac day regardless, but if they don't have Hilton. Like, they're just going to feed him. And so, Mac, I have it right here. Like, he's one of my guys I'm really high on this week, just based off matchup situation. 
and opportunities been getting. They've given the ball a ton. So and he's had a, he's had some big weeks already. So it's a Marlon Mack week. That's that's where I'm at with this. I like um, yeah, I like Tyrell Williams a lot because, as you said, the past defense is bad. And then um, yeah, I do think I think Josh Jacobs can have a good week too. The, I mean, the Colts defense has just been not that great, and like Freeman had a pretty solid week against him last week. I think Jacobs will get enough looks, and they talked about wanting to use him more in the passing game. Finally, I hope that's true, Gruden. So <laughs> he's good at it. So. It's grinder Gruden. Don't you want him in? So if uh, if Ty is out, who who do you like to step up, if anyone? Paris Campbell. Nice, nice. Yeah, I was I was thinking like Paris or or Deion Kane, but Paris Campbell has kind of been the one they've been looking to get more involved for like scoring opportunities. So I would probably go for him. I uh, like it. Mm-hmm. But I I think both are worth an ad or like a speculative look or something or like a shot DFS if Ty is out like. It's got to go somewhere. <laughs> it's got to go somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It could, it could but, just be to Mac all day. So who knows? Ty could play, but mm-hmm. um, I do. I do think I'm okay with Vinatieri um, this week. He seemed to bounce back last week, so I could I could roll him out. And um, the I, I would say the indie defense is worth you know if you if you're stuck and you need something like playing the defense against Oakland isn't you know a terrible last resort, but I don't love it. I I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I'd probably stay away from it, but you never know. It is mm-hmm. Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that is why. It's um, year two rebuild of Oakland. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, in the Kansas City Detroit game, I'm good with kickers on both sides, of course. There, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, I think it's better to have Butker, but yeah, I assume Brad, Brader Butker, gets the yeah. home field. Mm-hmm. But uh, next, but game, yeah, I mean, if okay. the Lions are getting wrecked, then they're going to be going for two. Actually, I don't know; they might not go for two with Patricia. He does not strike me as a aggressive coach. No, yeah, I don't think he'd go for two. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what unless, do you mean? What do you drive through? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have fucking destroyed. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, He's God. actually made progress on his weight, so I'm proud of him for that. You know. <laughs> oh, gosh, I can't take it back. It's out there. <laughs> no, it was great. No, don't take it back. <clears throat> oh, man. I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. It was like, what What, what, do, what do you mean we have to count for the scar? My defense will hold him in check. <laughs> yeah, no. That's sure that's what he thinks too um so chargers i almost said clippers while chargers at miami um so i list bangers here as chargers mm-hmm. okay um i mean you're gonna mash pretty much most of miami here i would assume yeah. um i think you can stream i think you can pop in justin jackson this week Interesting. Um, I have the same thing. I have a weird feeling Justin Jackson gets it going this week. He's had a touchdown called back each of the last two weeks. And it's Miami. Yeah. And we saw how much Tony Pollard got against Miami. Like, as this Dallas Chancellor had to, like, oh, fuck it, he get a backup running back. Like, get in there. Exactly. Like, if the if this game's just not close and they just are like, all right, Eckler, you've done enough. We'll just give Jackson some time now. He'll just tear it up. <laughs> yeah. There was like a minor rumbling about Melbourne Gordon ending his holdout soon, but I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna believe anything on that until anything actually happens. No, not until something. And I don't think he'd play this week, even if. So, but 
Yeah, this would be honestly this would be a good time for him to pull out Justin Jackson and use it as more leverage against uh, Melvo. If yeah, if anything. Yeah, and then we might, we talked about Preston. I'm okay with streaming him this week and popping him in somewhere. I think, I think this... he uh, is a like flex worthy guy pretty consistently. He gets he gets his catches every week. Yeah, there's been enough opportunity, especially with Rosen, that I'm on board with it. Because, like I said, he should have that touchdown. I think there was, like, another week he pretty much should have. Like, he's... It's, it's getting so... Oh, yeah. Was it... A, I might have been... No, that was preseason. Sorry. There was one really good play that almost happened in preseason. But, um, yeah, he, like, pretty much should have had a touchdown last week. And just didn't materialize. He had, um, let's see, 12 targets, 36% of the air yards, 29% of the targets. Like, yeah, he's... He is Rosen's guy. Mm-hmm. So, and he's super talented. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers haven't been the most impressive on defense this year. Yeah, they missed Derwin James, that's for damn sure. Uh-huh. But that being said, I was still, I mean, President Williams could still get some, and the Chargers defense can ball out. So I'm still playing the Chargers defense, of course. Yeah. And using, is Badgley back? Badgley. Is, is he back? I don't know. Let's see. Still questionable. Did he, did, he, did he play? play I don't know. Ah, uh, uh, well, says inactive against yeah. the Texans. That's uh, not an update. It's a posting. Yeah, I don't know. So, but whoever their kicker is, if it's someone not. Oh, wait, didn't they send Ficken? I think the Jets have Ficken. Who has Ficken? Oh, he's on the Jets. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know who the Chargers guy is, but they're in a good spot. <laughs> That's the gist of it, whoever it is. I can't even tell. <laughs> so as we debate that, or <laughs> figure that out, uh, we move on is to... Is Long, the punter? Uh, do they just not kick? I mean, they don't need to kick this week. Uh, he, made, he did the attempts last week. Okay. How'd the that punter go? slash kicker. That go well, um, Let's see. Houston, he was one for one from 39 or out, one for one from 40, total two. So he had nine fantasy points. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's a good kicker spot. Yeah, made both his field goal attempts and both his extra points. Hey, it's more than uh, Tampa can say. Yeah. <laughs> so next we've got Washington at the Giants. Um, oh, yeah, we both have the Clippers in the Miami game, obviously. Um you right now you've got the Giants. If um if we get Case Keenum, I've also had the Giants. If Dwayne yep. Haskins plays, it's a lot closer to me or for me yes. and I'll figure that out eventually. Um Agreed. I did, I don't think we're at Haskins yet for some reason. I want them to be. Maybe like half time of this hope. next game. But <laughs> Yeah, where's where's the doomsday clock on that? <laughs> Fucking so sick of Keto man. Yeah, but I like both tight ends in this game. Obviously, Ingram's own. He's a banger, and then Vernon Davis is someone you could stream this week. I'm I'm okay with both of those guys. Yeah, um, there's a lot of these fucking Giants wide receivers. Do you trust any of them? Like these, like Benny Fowler, Darius Clayton. Yeah, no, and I mean, aside from Sterling Shepard, now um, okay. I don't know enough about any of them to say yes, no. Like, I yeah, think it's, it's like TJ Jones, Russell Shepard, Benny Fowler, Darius Slayton. I keep seeing, like, 
just a myriad of these guys getting picked up in various leagues. Yeah, like various slightness like, United so many times. Yeah, it's because he's ha- he's he's Darius Slay plus ton. Like what? <laughs> what is this dude? Yeah, he got five targets, three catches, eighty-two yards. So uh, yeah, Evan Ingram got nine targets. Sorry, eight targets. Sterling Shepard got nine targets. So those are the two guys I want. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I'm not too excited about anything because. And like Golden Tate's coming back next week. Yes, so I'm not worried about any of these ancillary uh, pieces. Um, that being <laughs> said, I think you can stream Danny Dimes again, I guess, because this Washington, and then he can run too. Like he got two rushing touchdowns last week, so that's helpful for him. And if there's no Barkley, I imagine they'll be okay with him running it at the goal line more. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, and then Gallman, we're just kind of saying like he's probably. The he's dude. I, he's I guess I'll put him as a stream. Like he's I don't love him, but if you're desperate, like if bye weeks hurt you a lot and injuries hurt you a lot or something, and you're kind of screwed, like and you need to play Gallman, that's fine. Like if you've got Lev Bell and like not much else at running back, and like you need to play Gallman, I, I get it, mm-hmm. but I don't like love it. I don't love it. It's kind of a flaccid one. <laughs> And you're, of course, playing uh, McLaurin for now still, as always, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can't sit him, can you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you, know you, you can just keep playing him. It's working every week. So. Oh. And the giant secondary is... <laughs> <laughs> and that's playing it nicely. It's a bunch of Case Keenums. <laughs> <laughs> so much Case. So much um, Case. Next up, we've got Cleveland at Baltimore. Oh, we both have Baltimore here. As far as who to play, I think just the usual suspects for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think this is going to be that good of a game. I think Baltimore just wrecks them. I, I think there's a, okay, it is the divisional game, so I don't want to just say that, but I think that is definitely within the realm of possibilities for sure. Yeah. This, I mean, Baltimore's secondary isn't great. But it's still pretty good. Yeah, it has been um, struggling some right now. Like they're down two guys, so it does hurt. That's why they want to get Ramsey. Like this could, this could be like Cleveland's get their offense back on track game, like week three, week four, or whatever. But for right now, like I'm keeping in my expectation on that Baltimore wins is pretty soundly. Yeah, it's gone from Baltimore as a five point favorite to seven point favorite now. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just the, the better team right now, like I want to say, yeah. but I still think Odell should get his. Um, I mean, if you have Chubb, you're playing him. I, I mean, if they get if they get to the end zone, and also Chubb is getting a lot of opportunity now, they're keeping him in, so yeah, running back in that much, it's hard to you know not go with. And then um, I do like Jarvis this week. One of the one, the one like main weak spot we've seen with the Baltimore has been out of the slot, and that's Jarvis. So I think this could be. A good week to get in on Jarvis. I dig that because uh, Baker does like Jarvis too. He's definitely his sort of safety valve player. Mm-hmm. Like when he, like he was like the Heinz Ward for, you know, Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. And then I, I do like uh, Marquise Brown a ton this week. Um, last two weeks he's been getting a ton of targets that haven't converted as much, and he's in line for a lot of um, positive regression in terms of like. <laughs> The Scoring. yards hitting, the opportunity hitting, yeah. The Cleveland secondary is 
decent, but it's uh, none of them are as fast as Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, he's getting quarter of the targets, forty percent of the air yards, like enough looks. You know, it's it's he's efficient. He's getting targets. It sh- it should be clicking more. I mean, obviously his targets aren't going to hit as much because a lot of them are deeper, but I think he's in for a big week. And then um, I didn't mention it because you're starting Keenan Allen, but I think Keenan Allen will be the top scoring receiver this week. Oh, really? Yeah, that's going to be, I guess, that's my, that's not even bold, but. I don't think he'll be the number one, but he'll, I mean, he'll have his. Yeah, I mean, if he gets below 17, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I mean, he should just destroy them. uh, (laughs) If not, like, he'll, he'll, I'm like, I would put a lot of money on being top five, but I I think he'll just be the number one guy again. Or I think Evans was number one last week, but I think. Well, yeah, Evans was, Yeah, I got Keenan as my number one this week. Um. But yeah, with with Cleveland, Baltimore, um, anything else? Anything in particular you're on or off? I mean, a lot of this, a lot of this is like pretty concentrated production. I mean, I'm still going, you know, Mandrews, Hollywood, Ingram, Jackson. Um, no, but said. one takeaway I did have is that when Mandrews isn't a hundred percent, like they still hit the tight ends. Mm-hmm. They still hit Hayden Hurst, and it was Nick Boyle. They, both of them had mm-hmm. good games. <laughs> yeah, I do think. Hayden Hurst is important for the offense, though, for sure. Like, yeah, when stuff breaks down, like he's Lamar's go-to, and if that's not always there, you see stuff where that really need, you know. Oh, shut that up. catch was that was I think the best catch of the week. Yeah, that <laughs> it was either that or the Demarcus Robinson one. So from that was, game, yeah, like as a catch, not just like with the context of the game, I thought it was a better catch than the Demarcus one. But yeah, it, they're, they're both, both nuts, pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, it's Manjus is, is I think is important to the offense. So as he gets healthier, it, it helps the team more. But yeah, as Baltimore, I yeah should run not run away. Maybe not, I, they could run away with it, but they should definitely win it. I believe. Um, obviously, you're playing Justin Tucker there. Um, any interest in the Baltimore defense here? Yeah, I do have some. I could see it. Yeah, the Browns are just a little turnover prone, too. <laughs> And yeah, they got yeah. Earl Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Baker's not like the safest. So, he's a gunslinger. It's feeling dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last one o'clock game we've got on here is Carolina at Houston. Uh, nothing, I mean, I guess I like Curtis again, but there's nothing in particular sticking out. I mean, you're going to play your usual guys, like your studs from each team, but... can. Can we finally say it might be a Duke week? Like, he hasn't been used at all. But, like, Carolina it seems like a matchup that would behoove that. Maybe. I don't know if they're going to get, like, pushed enough to have to use them now. It's my only thing. I'm not sure. I don't feel great about it, but, I mean, do you? I, I lost you there. What? I said I don't, I don't necessarily feel great about, like, Duke week, but, I mean, how do you feel about it? I'm just kind of, like, I can't tell if it's me just itching for Duke to finally have a week or if it's, like... I'm actually getting the, the feels that he might. So I'm still like torn on it. I'm like, I have like the slight whisperings of a Duke week creeping up on me. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah. But for, for me, the most part, this game isn't like a huge up or down. This is just like an even level game as far as like all of the matchups in it. Yeah. There's, I think there will be a good amount of fantasy to go around for the, yeah. the people in this game. Yeah, just like a regular good amount. Deshaun will be great. Hopkins should be great. 
Yeah, um, I'm torn on Fuller or Stills this week. I was like, I, I couldn't decide, so I kind of just left it. Guess if pressed, I would pick Fuller. But... Yeah, how have they both been doing? Stills has been doing better than Fuller, I believe. I can pull it up real quick. Let's see. Bop, bop. But. Had all these weeks in. I mean, shit, it could be a Kiki Kui week. Yeah. Fuller should. Fuller got like a buttload of air yards, too, is the funny part. So, I mean. Another guy who's kind of due for some positive regression is Fuller, I'd say. And also, I, he's just really freaking good. So, I'm going to roll Fuller this week if I'm picking between those two. Who's their slot? I think it's Stills more than Fuller. Interesting. I, I mean, they move them all around a lot, but it's mostly Stills. I don't remember if they have a good slot corner, the uh, the Panthers. Um, I'm not sure. But, I um, think that they do. I don't know. I'll look it up as we uh, get through the next game. Yeah, it's something to look into throughout the week, because if their slot is their weak point, then that might be a good indication for Stills. Yeah, is it JV and Elliot? I don't fucking know. But, um... Anyway, so next up we've got, uh... I think it's JV and Elliot. Mm. Whoever that is. He's been, exactly. He's been, I mean, he's been fine this year. I just didn't know he's a person that existed. <laughs> Sorry, but, um... <laughs> yeah, we've both got Houston here, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, next up we've got Tampa at the Rams. Both have the Rams. I have them by a lot. They're my survivor pick, by the way. Nice. Three for three so far. Yeah, I think it's a domination. I mean, you're going to play Mike Evans, but otherwise I'm kind of off Tampa. Like, match Jameis, match the run game. Like, <laughs> match the run game, for and sure. Can, and you can play golf and just pick some Rams receivers, play the defense. Like, Yeah, you might get a tight end here and there. Yeah, because, I mean, because Higby's outside. I mean, you could... Remember, I mean, I'm not, I think this game is just super duper lopsided. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're kind of in agreement on. Yeah, speaking of number one receivers, you potentially have them all on the Rams this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, like the, they could all have a great <laughs> game. So I'm I'm on board with anyone like you know the Rams really. So I think that's that. Um, it could also be an ugly game. I don't think it. I mean, it could be, but we found out Tampa's defense isn't really for real. Last week. Yeah. If the Danny Dimes Giants can shred them, I think the Rams can shred them. And also, we, I think, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but expect sort of a downslide for the Bucks here because they are starting their basic, like, they're not coming back to Tampa until the end of October run. So they're going oh, to yeah. the Rams, they're going to the Saints, then they're going to London, I think to play the Panthers. So that's three straight, like super road across the world matchups. And then they go to the Titans a little closer to home. And then they go to Seattle to mm-hmm. end it. So it is just five straight road. Oof. That's, that's rough for them, man. It's <laughs> real when, rough. I wonder when we're going to see Gabbert. And it's Rams, Panthers, <laughs> Saints, Titans, and Seattle. Like, yeah. those are four great NFC teams in the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we got we to gotta put bench watch on for Jameis here. Yeah. It's like an <laughs> alert going here. Oh, man. We are on to um, Seattle at Arizona. Uh, we both have Seattle in here. And um, 
what are one of the prime st- streams of the week is in here primo stream options in will disley yeah, i mean we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier mm-hmm. but how just like just dreadful the cardinals are against the tight end on a really consistent basis they don't even have to be good tight ends they're just not good against it yeah that's that's, that's something i'm gonna target all year so it's yeah the disley looks like a solid stream option here i mean obviously he could dud but i mean there's always a chance for anyone to dud except yeah. you know a tight end or something too but yeah it's an ideal ideal spot for him um i mean I, in general as well i like i pretty much any side of the passing game in this i, I don't, let me see what the total is on this to be sure it's up to 48 it's one of the higher ones of the week i mean i i'm on board with that one being a, a high scoring game for what it's worth i'm not sure because it is divisional um but 48 seems about right to me yeah i mean neither i mean obviously arizona's defense is just trash but neither defense is that great no, definitely. All Arizona's is awful, and yeah. Seattle's is also not amazing. I mean, they basically have Clowney, Wagner, and like a really good linebacking core. Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like their secondary is meh, uh-huh. and their front is not great. Uh, yeah, that's it. I, I think they might get like pushed enough this game for Russ to keep keep up too. Between that and like. Um, if Penny's still not 100% and Carson still, like, can't hold his limes, then I think we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> How am I going to carry all these limes? Yeah. But, yeah, that happened last week, though. They did get pushed a lot, but they passed a butler just because they had to. Unless we were playing comeback time. But if you don't trust your running back, then you're going to pass. So, yeah. I'm, I'm all aboard this game. Let's see. I think that's a uh, yeah. That's not really much to go into. I mean, like I like David Johnson here. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, there's no reason to think he wouldn't have a fine game. I don't think. Yeah, he's getting involved a ton in the passing game. That's always nice. They run a lot of plays. And I'm sure Kyler and Russell Wilson will both still put numbers up. Mm-hmm. For Wilson for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm ex- I'm on board with Russ for like the rest of the year just because I think. I really think slash Hulk they'll keep passing more as their defense is not like doing everything for them like previously. Yeah, because Russ is good enough to do that, and like, that's what everyone wants to see. So, yeah, pretty much he is definitely good enough. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Minnesota at Chicago. This is kind of, eh. but I've got I've got Minnesota. <laughs> so I just but. I don't know, would you consider Chicago an above 500 team? Because if yes, then Minnesota should lose. If not, Chicago. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's how many t- Case turned it over five times, and it won by 16. Mm-hmm. So it was only a two-score game off of a Case Keenum with five turnover game. It's not like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't really say that pretty much, but... They barely beat the Broncos, and they somewhat lucked into it. And then they yeah. got beat down by the Packers. I, I mean, I think the Vikings are more in line with the Packers as far as ability. For sure. I don't know. 
I really don't. This is a tough one. I don't have like a discerning opinion on it one way or another. Yeah. I guess. I don't know, go through some of the things and I'll like come up with it. <laughs> yeah, so one thing I am, I I guess I, well, I guess I'll say sure of is I'm gonna keep playing Dalvin Cook until it doesn't work, which I I don't know if it will ever not work per se. He's just super duper consistent. He's getting 100 yards, touchdown or more every single week. It's kind of just a given at this point almost. <laughs> like, and I know Chicago's defense is good, but I don't know if they're gonna they're not gonna get like pushed a ton. As I don't think. So they're going to have the game scripts they want to at least, you know, run a lot. That's where I'm at with it. Okay. And then as far as Thielen digs, digs Thielen, uh, I'm more on Thielen because he's going to get a little more slot time. I mean, they, so they all move around. Um, definitely Chad Beebe gets the most slot time, but I don't want to play him. But um, our, our boy Buster Screen is in the slot for Chicago. So I'm always down to target anyone pay, playing him, like facing him at all. So, like, if you want to get just fucking buck wild and play Chad BB, you can, but I wouldn't do that. I would just go to the guy who gets the second most slot time and feeling he's going to get targeted work otherwise. I'm, I'm stumped. You don't know who to pick still? I, I'm stumped. I'm, like, considering taking Chicago. They're, I think, a two-point favorite. Are they really? See, that's a little shocking to me. Yeah, two, sorry, open at three, now it's two and a half, so, you know, home field-ish or so. Let me pull up the uh, game spreads, actually, while I'm, while I'm doing this. <laughs> but I'll have to make some bets this week. Yeah, as far as Chicago goes, I don't know if there's anyone I'm too excited about. Uh, Minnesota's defense is solid. Um, yeah, very solid. Yeah, Rhodes will be on... Oh, Robinson. I don't know where I want to go. I mean, unless you're thinking it's another, like, another, like, a Waller repeat where you get, like, a Trey Burton week. But that's not something I want to. Yeah, it's not something I want to try to predict. Yeah. I don't want to bank on Trey Burton or. Like it's like an Anthony in. Miller week. I don't know. Is Fuller go in the slot? <laughs> Sorry, Anthony Miller. I'm like, he's. <laughs> I assume he's not playing in the league right now, still. Really? Dude, I thought I saw him last week. Was he? Yeah. Was was it a different? Oh, oh, wait. I thought my head went Zach Miller. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no. No, no, yeah, yeah. Anthony Miller. My bad. So I hear Miller Bears, and I'm like, I go there, he's hiding (laughs) his leg, like almost fell off. Yeah, almost cost him his leg. Yeah, so. It was wild. So anyway, but yeah, Anthony Miller. I guess I guess he could. Um, I'm gonna take Chicago because if they finish nine and seven, then Minnesota can't have beaten them. (laughs) That's a valid point. I yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, the most bullshit reasoning ever. There we go. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I I mean. Cannot beat five hundred teams. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. His record against good teams is so bad. It's hilarious. It's absurd. <laughs> it's like Andy Dalton levels in primetime bad. Primetime Andy. What a guy. We'll get to him eventually. Anything else? Anything else for this game? I'm not big <laughs> on this game much in general because the under forty total is not very uh, enticing. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot of defense. Yeah. Honestly, you could use either defense in this. I just picked Minnesota because I think they'll win, but if you think Chicago is going to win, you can use a Chicago defense. Yeah, the thing with the Vikings and the Bears is that I feel like the Vikings have a pretty like good interior line, but not a great outside. So I do think Mac is going to get to Kirk a good amount. <laughs> to Kirk's chagrin, that yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, I don't want to watch that game. It's going to be so gross. These yeah, under forty seems right. These after dude, this is not a good slate afternoon games. I guess I'll watch Seattle Arizona. Well, so I only get to watch the one o'clock games. Yeah, and you're not missing much. Yeah, I mean, like I don't want to watch Tampa at the Rams. Come on. Yeah, this week's a pretty shitty slate of games. <laughs> Four o'clock's the only one that like barely interests me is Seattle to Arizona. Yeah, um, let me see. And that's because Kyler. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll watch a Bills Patriots. I don't know. Atlanta Tennessee might be interesting, or it may just be like everyone's fucking up the whole game. I'll probably watch Kansas City Detroit and New England Buffalo yeah. just because I like both Kansas City <coughs> and Detroit. Yeah. Even though I don't think it's a great game, dude. What? What if? What if Washington, New York, or like Washington Giants is like the best game of the of the day? I would be absolutely shocked. <laughs> it's it's one of the closer spreads of the day, or like a higher total. So it could be the like quote unquote best game on the enough. I'm kind of surprised as to why I don't like. Yeah, I, I did see something. So well, the the only relevant update that came out, I think that meant enough to bring up, was that Case Keenum uh, isn't practicing today because of a uh, foot thing. So, oh. um, so Gruden did say if we if Keenum can't go, it would be Haskins. So, interesting. That would move it in the Redskins' favor, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the only real thing because like. People get I mean, once they practice off a lot, so I'm not really worried about much about DMPs today. But um, that is worth noting, I guess. Just that, just that he acknowledged, yeah, we'll be Haskins if. Yeah, I mean, if Haskins starts, then I may end up switching my pick. Mine, mine um, is hinging on if it's Haskins or not. Yeah. Because so. I, I definitely don't believe in Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Haskins, yeah. on the other hand. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, anyway, so moving on to the uh, next gross game. We have Jacksonville at Denver. Ugh, I don't know where I'm going gross. with this one yet. Um, I'll have to decide, obviously, before the game starts. But I, I guess I'm going Jacksonville, assuming Ramsey's playing. Yeah, I, yeah that's, I'm assuming that's the case. I don't see why he wouldn't, as of now at least. Things may change. Is there anyone? Okay, um, there's no one like I'm eager to start from this game. But if you have to pick, you know... Someone is there anyone or is it is it is it just all no all nothing There's here? Calais Campbell. <laughs> the the, the, the defenses, the offensive line. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I mean, the defense is the way to go in this game, but I yeah. I would I think pick the running game. But for what it's worth, Denver has not gotten a sack yet. Oh my god! Somehow. <laughs> With with uh, Miller and Chubb, yeah, they have not gotten a sack yet. Wow. So, either either this is regression week, or or Minshew continues to go in like Cam. 
Yeah. Damn. I don't know which one we'll see. I mean, I could see Denver having a dominant defensive performance. It is in Denver. Yeah. That's one of the bigger boosts as far as, like, home field advantage. So, But, yeah, I'm not sure I'll lead on this. Um, I don't really want any part of the passing games, and I'm definitely matching Flacco regardless. Um, I'm okay with Leonard because he... Uh, after we go through the matchups, I'll go through some of these candidates for regression and stuff. But Leonard, Leonard has gotten a lot of touches in yards and no touchdowns to show for it. So he's kind of bounced bounce back in that area eventually. Some people, you know, just get screwed. But and then I think Walt, like one of Lindsay or Royce will be fine too. But it's it's tough to figure out which one. I guess it depends. Do you think they'll win or not? Yeah, I mean, I guess I would just naturally put Lindsay ahead of him, but. I don't own them in any leagues. Yeah, I think I have one Royce share, and that's it. So, uh Eh, whatever. But, yeah, it's kind of a gross game. Um, What about Chark? No. Chark? Um, So, who's going to be on Chark, I guess, is how... I'm looking at, like... Denver's at least got good corners. Like, is it going to be Chris Harris on Chark? Doesn't he primarily play slot? I think he moves around more now. I know that... I was reading that he doesn't particularly like playing slot. It's just that he's so good at it, he ends up playing it a lot. Yeah, because I know last year we were going through it. I think it was him and Juju. We like realized like Chris Harris had been like kind of weaker in the slot, oddly enough. But I'll, I'll try to figure out who's going to be on DJ Chark because the thing like with him though, like it's at the point where do you just kind of ride with it because it's been working so long. It's one of those things where like McLaurin. Yeah, like, McLaurin, you're just like do you gonna... just say it's working and not really question it. That's Maybe. where I'm, like, at with it. See. At some point, you have to think to yourself, like, it's going to stop at some point. Yeah. Which one is it going to be? <laughs> All right, so Denver isn't really moving their corners around too much. They're mostly keeping them left and right side. Okay. So the um, their right side corner of Isaac Yedem, I don't know how to say his last name exactly. It's Y-I-A-D-O-M. Yadam. <laughs> so he is bad, apparently. Fun fact. <laughs> and after all that, that's the goal of after it. After all that is named, he's not great. Yeah. Wow. Uh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> Chark has a perfect like passer rating one third two this season. Wow. That's unexpected. But you know, congrats. So congrats. yeah, I mean, I, I think I'd keep playing DJ Chark because if he can get worked into that matchup. That's good. And Chris Harris isn't, like, a super speedster either, so that could, you can be burned. And also, either I don't, like, if they can't, if they keep not being able to get pressure, like, the, the he's going to get open. That's a big part of it, too. Yeah, that, too. Like, if, if Denver... They do. Yeah, if Denver still can't get a fucking sack, then DJ Target is going to eat, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't put him on here just because I assumed if you'd added him, I said, oh, you probably didn't draft, but I assume if you have him, you're probably at the point where you're ready to keep playing him anyway. Um, I guess I try to figure out where the line is for me on, like, DJ Chark. That's, that can be our exercise for this week on the, like, we always end up having, like, would you prefer this player versus any of those, like, 10 other people. DJ Chark can be our guy this week as far as how we set that up. So, let me see. Would you rather start DJ Shark or I'll start moving, or uh, Mike Williams? 
I would do Williams. Yeah, what about Chark or Curtis Samuel? <coughs> um, I mean, if you're expecting Chark to do what he's been doing, you've got to go Chark over him. But, like, we do also kind of think Samuel's getting more targets now with Kyle Allen, mm -hmm. and I... I'm like willing to gamble on that, so may I maybe would go Samuel. Gotcha. Where would you go as far as like DJ Chark versus either like Mecole or Demarcus Robinson? Well, Mecole, I would start this week. <laughs> so you'd go him uh, over Chark, but what about Demarcus or Chark? I mean, can, if you have a Chiefs wide receiver, like. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's kind of like, like tougher. <laughs> I feel yeah. Like have to start. <laughs> See, what about what about DK or DJ? See, I would do DJ over DK. Gotcha. Um, ooh, Calvin Ridley or or DJ Chark. That's a that's about where it is for me, I think. Just because I don't, I mean, this game doesn't have like a an exciting environment. The Atlanta game doesn't. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's leaning Ridley. I don't know, but maybe I don't know. It's it, that was a tough one. I'd say. Yeah, that that's tough because Tennessee's defense is not is like. They don't really have a one and two corner. They're yeah. both just like above average. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not an exciting game. But I mean, uh, this is not an exciting game environment either. So that's why it kind of cancels out some there. Um, let's see how many stacks this Jacksonville. Has. Yeah, let's see. We got one more. How about DJ Chark or Jarvis Landry? Um, probably Jarvis. Gotcha. Yeah. All these are close, like, no matter how you, like, even if, like, we're not, like, in total agreement, these are all close. Uh, yeah, that one's pretty close. Because it's a matter of if Chark, like, doesn't get your touchdown, like, he has the last three weeks, or, like, doesn't get, like, any sort of bomb, then, you know, you're kind of just, like, mm, on it. So, like, I mean, he does have a lot of, like, he, I would say he probably has more upside than Jarvis. Just, like, as far as from, at least from what we've seen. I do like Jarvis this week, as we talked about, but I think he could be more of, like, a good PBR play type of guy. So, the Jags have gotten 13 sacks so far, and they've only allowed five. Huh. Yeah, their line is, like, okay. Though they've played the Chiefs, Texans, and Titans. I don't know that any of them have a particularly strong pass rush. Not that I'm, like, super aware of. So that's interesting. Yeah, because Jackson... Oh, yeah, I forgot they got Cam Robinson back for this past week, which helps. And yeah, Denver's line is not great. Uh, so... We'll revisit it, uh, probably, at some point, with updates throughout the week. Yeah, it's but, just an uh, game. Yeah, so, yeah, it's like, DJ Chark or not to start is kind of like... Mm. <laughs> It's he's kind of a there's a big group of guys just in general around like once you get like probably after like after you get past like John Brown or something right I won't even like him this week but I'm just like I guess levels like I guess after the, after like the top twenty four more or less there's a big jumble of guys in the next like twenty that are all probably gonna, like all gonna be within like a little bit of each other so but like. Uh, so I still for me this week it's Keenan Allen than everyone else, but yeah. I, I assume he's just gonna destroy them again. 
and keep destroying for now. But anyway, we've enough time on this game. Um, there's more just a discourse off the side of it. We'll see. Sunday night game, Dallas at New Orleans. Um, this probably still be a good game, but I'd be, I mean, it'd be better if you know they had a breeze. But New Orleans obviously looked good last week, so it's still going to be a fun game. I've got Dallas though. All that being said, yeah, I'm thinking I'll take Dallas. Uh, that's what I was leaning before. Dallas is really good. Their defense is very, very, very good, and their offense is just looking fine. So, like, yeah, it it's it sucks. I think if New Orleans had Breeze, it'd be a different story. Mm-hmm. But they are a little bit weaker naturally, not like a ton, but a little bit. Yeah, I mean the Cowboys have played Giants, Washington, and Dolphins, so like, not the biggest test yet. Like they they haven't had a lot of big tests, so the Saints will definitely be the best team they played. For sure, and the Saints did look like a great team last week against Seattle, so it'll uh, so be a good test for Dallas. Mm-hmm. I think it will be. I I still have with him winning this one though. It's tough. I mean, this could be a field goal. Game, yeah, you know, it can be a uh, Maher or Lutz. Maher or Lutz, either way. I think also both kickers are probably good. Yeah, all both kickers are super in play for sure. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna be surprised if this does end with New Orleans winning on a Lutz kick, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I making me nervous. Mm-hmm. But as far so as far as bangers go, um, but guys, we were excited to play. So I kind of forgotten about that because we hadn't had many the last couple of games. Um, I mean, the usual guys here. In, Cooper should have a good day. Lattimore's been pretty up and down, and Cooper has looked really, really good this year. Um, I expect Zeke to get a full allotment of snaps because it'll be like a close game, so he'll be the main guy. I'm not worried about like Tony Pollard or anything there. No. And then um, on New Orleans, it's it's literally just the offense is Kamara and Michael Thomas. That's it. It's the whole offense. Yeah. It's all they really need. Well, yeah. that it's like the O line, Teddy, and then Kamara and Michael Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> The rest of the guys are just like running around like decoys. Yeah. So <laughs> the the one guy outside of like the main group I like a lot. I like I like Cobb this week. And um could could you guess why, possibly? PJ Williams. Ding ding ding. <laughs> yeah. But like every week, like especially the last two, like playing Cup and um Lockett against PJ has been working. It's worked so well. I started Lockett that week, and it's like the only reason I won in one league. Yeah, so, and so I'm pretty sure Gallup's still out. You know, Cobb has been getting pretty much all the slot time. Because PJ Williams, like if Cobb, Cobb every year, every year, like Cobb has like one or two big games. Like this, this is lining up to easily be one of those. It's like it'd be so troll too. Everyone's watching Sunday Night Game, playing the showdown. They got Amari, and all of a sudden, bop, Rail Cobb comes in. Yep. <laughs> Got him. Where's Cooper? And then Cobb gets ends up with two touchdowns. Oh, I see CO on his Oh, no, it's Cobb. Oh, no. <laughs> Cobber. Cobber. Yeah. So. Would you take either defense? No, I'm not really on board with either defense. I don't think either defense is, like, great enough to merit playing against, you know, pretty, like, a solid offense. Yeah. Yeah, the total's been bet up from 45 to 47. And then Dallas has been bet up a bonus favorites, so... Interesting. Very. So this will this will be one of the, probably could easily be the best game of the week too. And then um, lastly, we've got our Monday night game, our divisional showdown. Whoa. 
Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. So, <laughs> yay! I've got Pittsburgh. Um, if not for anything particular, just for one reason, and that is uh, primetime Andy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like I put mash primetime Andy, and it's rough because he still could work out in garbage time, and that's why I don't like. The mash is almost just more me just being an asshole, but... No, I mean, it's also in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with going, like, Ross and or even when I was boys. doing this on Tuesday, and I didn't have a pick, but I, I ended up going with Pittsburgh as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's at home, and even though I don't think the offensive coordinator for the Steelers is doing that good of a job like it is the Bengals defense. Yeah. And now uh, as like fantasy wise, I actually think Andy Dalton could be okay. So I'm going to take him off the match. I just kind of had it there to be funny, but like, <laughs> Ro- like Ross could end up doing fine just cause like Steelers and a lot, a lot of big plays, although Minka might help that. And then like Tyler boys, get a lot of targets like the, the Pittsburgh defense hasn't been like good or scary enough to make me think like, Oh no, like, don't play any of these guys, but I mean, it is still the Bengals and Brian time against a divisional opponent. So there's yeah. that. <clears throat> I think both Connor and Mixon are good to start. Yeah, I could see they got Mixon a lot more involved last week. That could work out. Finally. So I, I think Juju and Connor should both have really good games. If not for any reason they, that like the Bengals can't tackle. <laughs> <laughs> that bodes really well for both of them. Yeah, I think we they've been getting just destroyed in the running game. So like this is a great battle. Like this is an amazing battle talk for Connor. Like if you want to like try to get Connor like do it before this game cuz he's in a great spot and then like Cincinnati's defense is bad. It'll Juju'll be open. He'll be breaking tackles like I'm pretty on board with both of these guys is like they're going to show why you paid a high pick for him this week. Hey like to hear that yeah mm-hmm. i'm on board with connor having a big week juju i'm not sure like he should he just hasn't been yeah i, I think that this is a, a good enough matchup that he i think he could or should be able to yeah it's juju we know and love mm. juju yeah I, yeah I'm, I'm on board with it and then i think you can like i said even if cincinnati gets their fantasy points and their value out of that like garbage time dalton or anything just because they you know, the Steelers' defense isn't the best, but I do think that they're a home team that is able to generate some pressure, and they're against, um, who's the quarterback? Oh, it is primetime Andy. It's still primetime Andy, quarterback. It is still primetime Andy. So, like, I'm I'm down to plug in Steelers' defense and try to get some, you know, sacks, picks, touchdowns from that. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Their O line is not good. Like every, like the personnel of the Bengals is simply not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, like don't wish yeah. them any ill. But yeah, you know, it's it's not ideal. At least not, that's what I'll say. Not ideal. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So I don't have anything else for that game. So I, we can kind of discuss some of our locks and upsets now. So. My lock is actually the Thursday night game. I have Green Bay beating Philly, and I'm pretty confident about that. Okay. Yeah, my lock will be the Texans Mm. at home against the Panthers. Nothing against the Panthers. I just like Deshaun Watson a lot. Mm -hmm. The way he played last week, man, that was beautiful. Yeah, he's really good. 
He's really fucking good. I mean, Bill O'Brien is being saved by Deshaun Watson right now. All the people that were shitting on Watson just had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he's, he's been amazing. And then my upset actually is Minnesota over Chicago. So it's okay. a disagreement. So I'm doubling down on it. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do I have that can I pick as an upset? Do, do, do. Is Jacksonville favored or not? Jacksonville is not favored. Denver is. Well, there you go. There's one. I think that's the main one you've got, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I could do that or I could flip to the Saints and take the Saints. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably, I'll just take the Jags. <laughs> I'll just take the Jags, he says. <laughs> I'll just words. take the Jags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> reassuring so um before we pop out of here i would since we do have some time now to go through some other things i had um put down some guys who were like target hogs last week so um so these are guys who got either 10 or more targets or um 30 share of the targets so um okay. there was mike evans a keenan allen and duh there was uh marcus out of scantling there was okay. nelson Aguilar. There was Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks, um, so we did miss on it being a Woods week there. I know we said that. That was unfortunate on that. Um, Boyd, uh, D.D. Westbrook, um, Christian Kirk, uh, Preston Williams, uh, Towley, a.k.a. Josh Gordon, uh, <laughs> T.Y. Oh, Hilton, uh, Julian Edelman, let's see. Oh, uh, Auden Tate. I wrote Tate here. I'm like, I'm like oh, yeah, Auden Tate, apparently, and then uh, Cole Beasley. So those are the guys who got um, the ten or more targets, or like thirty percent of the market share there, of the of the targets. So some of those guys you expect. Um, I mean, Aguilar, like he he probably that I, that's I mean, is a direct variant or direct um, result of the injuries. Which um, right now we've got it as Deshaun Jackson being out and then Al jumping back for the Thursday night game. That's what it's looking like. Mm-hmm. Damn, interesting. This guy's but, getting all the targets, huh? But yeah, Auden Tate got 10 targets. I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah, that's intriguing. I guess I just needed a big body. <laughs> DD. Yeah, his his was interesting because it didn't turn into much. It was nine targets, but then five receptions for 46 yards. Nah. So it didn't like, it was unfortunately didn't go to much. And right. Then, um, yeah, that was just receivers. I, Dar- I mean, Darren Waller also falls in that um, category. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I forgot to add him on here because it was just sorting. Um, How many receivers. catches did he have last week? Uh, 14 targets, 13 receptions. Yeah. So, yeah, Waller, and then um, are there any other tight ends on the list I forgot to add in? Let's see. No, yeah, Waller was the only tight end who fell into that role, um, which makes sense because they are playing Minnesota, and we know – what's his name? We know Derek Carr likes to get after, to go to his tight ends or the team is bad. So, as is, we saw that with Jared Cook last week or last year. I mean, and then um, Darren Waller also falls into another category I'm going to talk about. Um, of the like, I'm, I call it the honorable mentions. This is the guys who got um, 40 plus percent of the air yard market share. Um, okay. So Mike Evans, uh, Darren Waller, I'm adding him in, 
and uh, MVS were the only guys who were on both lists. So that's nice to see that like the average, like they were getting good opportunity, like a lot of it, and like a lot compared to everyone else on the team. So that's like a lot of good things in general. That like, okay, this guy, it's a, it's a good sign moving forward for it at least. And this was all just for last week. So the guys who got a lot of air yards or a high percentage share of the air yards were Sutton, Thielen, which on low passing volume offenses. Um, Jameson Crowder, same thing. Um, Braxton Berrios actually was one of them. So some of the, some of this is noise, obviously. But then you know Landry, that's interesting. Michael Thomas makes sense. Deontay Johnson, Julio Jones, uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, Marvin Jones, and Taylor Gabriel. So like some of these guys, you know, like Taylor Gabriel, like that's probably just a weekly thing. Um, Deontay Johnson's interesting because. Now there's no more Moncrief. It's kind of figuring out who they're going to go to as number two. I mean, you kind of expect it with Michael Thomas. Um, the Landry thing is interesting just because it shows actually getting the ball to him, and it makes me like him a little more this week. Now that I'm like, okay, there are weeks where he's going to they're going to look to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, with Sutton and Thielen, just kind of like the, the offenses aren't passing enough to make me want to bite on that. Um, Julio, we know Ho- Hollywood is 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 fun because. That's just kind of showing, okay, this guy's getting a lot of looks, a lot of good looks, but you know, the last two weeks they haven't been converting, so especially last week. So he's kind of a guy I'm looking at as a bounce back. And then Marvin Jones, we talked about, you know, we talked like all offseason it was, you know, how do you feel about Galladay and Jones? And there, so there are going to be weeks where Jones is, you know, the guy as well. So that's for, if you have Marvin Jones, that's reassuring there. And then, um, yeah, Towley gets a lot of looks with no AB, so. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm so high. <laughs> oh, Tom. Let me just uh... So my Tally and my Herbert was merged together. Let me just okay. get high first. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know why I feel like calling Josh Gordon Tally. I just did. I mean, I get it. Oh, no, yeah, it makes sense for sure. <laughs> But, yeah, so how do you feel about Josh Gordon moving forward now that AB's gone again? Um, Pretty good, not going to lie. I mean, yeah. I do still think Edelman is your number one. And then I think it's probably Gordon and then James White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oops, numbers are hard to type, apparently. Yeah, like if, if Edelman misses this week or any time at all, then, you know, Gordon's kind of a slam dunk. Right. But, yeah, I mean, he's not quite the same as he was like you know just balling the fuck out previously but he's still really talented and he's still really good so and he's catching passes from tom brady so tim brady that never hurts that's what i've heard i think it's a big james white week not gonna lie yeah oh dude it's the narrative he just had his kid i know (laughs) i love i love that narrative for the nba like it's one of my favorite things to do with nba is like play the guys who just had a kid Almost always. I know. Cromartie got to have that moment like twelve times. It was great. He's had some good games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil. He only Alder. plays well after he has a kid, but thankfully he has a kid about every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we gave him this contract? We want to keep having kids and keep you know affording it. I wonder if Philip Rivers like I need to track that, like track when his kids were born and when he played the next next game and see that. See how well he did. Yeah, Philip River game logs after having a kid. 
I'll I'll put that up on Twitter in a bit. We can link it to send it to James White. You're about to feast this week, aren't you? You know it. <laughs> we know it. Feed the baby. Feed the baby. Feed the baby. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm on. You know what? I'm on board. I'll I'll, I'll get on that narrative. James Hell White, yeah. bit, j- baby week. Let's go. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, never mind. I'm not. Anyway, um, mine went to a terrible place. Um, anyway, <laughs> continu- continuing along, um, that pretty much wraps up our our uh, week. Wow, week three's in the books already. Week three review. Week four's coming up. Season's almost a quarter of the way done, or at least like you know, the fantasy season. Shh. Okay, shut up. No, bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working on some trades and some leagues, man. I'm Uh-oh. trying my one league where I'm stacked. I'm trying to give him more stacked. Never, never, stacked. never settle. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to get like you know Ty plus someone up to like you know like the next tier of wide receivers, like the Julio wow. tier. And I'd be happy to do that. Plus, I love I love doing two for ones. I love freeing up a roster spot, man. Mm-hmm. For like getting rid of two for someone really good. Mm-hmm. And then you can stash someone else. That's like this stashing someone is such a good feeling. That's why I love the two for ones. Like, and yeah, and like, and that's one. That's one of the things I love about like bigger leagues. Because like in ten team leagues, you don't get it much. But like in twelve and fourteen teams, like you get people who like do get screwed and eventually like need depth. Like if you've got Julio, but then your other receiver is you know, let's apparently give someone like middling. I guess like if you got Julio and then Tyler Boyd, then your running backs are like, you know, Aaron Jones and you know whoever else you had was injured or something. Like if you just lost Barkley or something, like you're like, oh crap, fuck. Like I need some depth, <laughs> so that's where like it would make sense, you know, ship Julio out. Get you know Ty barely moved down. You still got Boyd, and then you get like a running back. You know, maybe like the I'm trying to think of a level of running back that would be appropriate for it. But I mean, James White honestly is probably oh, an appropriate boy. level. And so that's the kind of stuff. Like if I if I could do like James White and Ty to get Julio, that's something I would do if I could like spare that. Right, but then you'd be doing a one for two. No, I mean I mean like getting oh like for that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but oh, sorry. Yeah, like so like if I saw someone who like was in that scenario like where they like right. needed a running back and like you know could stand to like get more depth, that was that, that would be a thing where like I mean I guess if I were in that position too, I would consider that as well. But I like to I like to target those out mm-hmm. and go for it. So just something to like, yeah, something to look at, like, because this is when you can start kind of stashing, you know, it's like handcuffs too. That's what that's what my game plan is. Like, do two for one to stash handcuffs. You know, if Madison's out there or Chase Edmonds is out there, um, Malcolm Brown. Yeah, maybe not as much right call Armstead anymore, but like guys or in a super flex league, start looking for like Tannehill or like Gabbard or someone like who. Yeah, oh yeah, and Hurden, yeah, he's a good stash. A Golden Tate if he's available. Like guys who may be sitting out there that will end up having some value. That's like how I like to play it at this point in the year. It's my go to. I, I like that high upside. Thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. Insert meme of guy pointing to head. Right. I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, like I'm in this league and Philip Dorset set on my waiver wire. I'm like, I would love to have Philip Dorset in this fourteen team league. Yeah, there's a video of Quinn and Williams like recreating a bunch of internet memes. <laughs> and it's really fucking funny. <laughs> he does the one where he points. He does the head point. Oh man, he's he's great, dude. I still want more of Jonathan Abram and Clellan Farrell together. 
That was like the whatever best happened part. to Hard Knocks? Did they like? Did they finish it? Yeah, it was only I like stopped five watching. Episodes. Yeah, it was it was just five episodes. The, okay. There was like something new with Antonio Brown every week. That's what made it hilarious. But right. Gosh, that whole fucking Raiders thing, legend. man. Yup. Yeah, it was funny. So there's like, it's funny because he had more time with the Raiders than he did with the Patriots, and <laughs> then he there was a blip of possibly being a Bill. Which is funny because right now it's like it's like looking at how the Raiders are now versus like how the Bills are now. Like the Bills are a lot better, a lot better. <laughs> Which is so funny, but maybe he doesn't like the cold weather. I don't know. Maybe that's why he like got to New England. He's like, oh fuck, it's gonna get cold here, huh? It's gonna get cold here. My feet are gonna freeze. <laughs> like, I, I don't wear, want that to happen. I gotta wear socks. Go fuck a sock. <laughs> fuck socks. Fuck socks. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually on his like Twitter profile. Is fuck a sock. So, I don't know. But anyway, um, go home and fuck a sock for us. Uh, yes, I mean, <laughs> uh, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make some dumb bitch juice this weekend as well. Oh, perfect! I need some of that dumb bitch juice. Yeah. Although this was brought to my attention, Four Loco like had mentioned that they're making a seltzer. So is that just dumb bitch juice already? <laughs> that sounds like dumb bitch juice. Yeah, because you mentioned like okay, Four Loco with White Claw, but if that's already being combined for us, it's already yeah. being made. Dumb yeah. bitch juice is about to be sold worldwide, dude. Yeah, we just got what we gotta do is take it, rebottle it, and slap dumb bitch juice on the label, <laughs> and make sure Case Keenum doesn't drink all of it again. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna butt chug it. <laughs> the infinite assery. With his infinite ass that he is. <laughs> his infinite shit, Morty. Uh, infinite. <laughs> Shove it way, way up in there. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you all for tuning into Mozzie and the Muscle. We'll be back next week to recap the uh, first quarter of the season. Thank you all for tuning in. So we almost forgot uh, AB's going back to school. Oh God! So I, I had some funny things about him. Um, my the best one was Mr. Big Test. Mr. Big Test. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Big Cheater. <laughs> On that test. Yeah, Mr. Big Desk. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Big Class. He walks in. This is a big class. It's a big class. Except I can't say that he has big class. No, yeah, he does, and that was the only downside. He does not have big class. He does not have big class. Yeah, Mr. Big Test is probably the my favorite one of that. But, oh, gosh. Like, is is he going to, like, I, I know he'll want to, like, go around our campus, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I could see him loving that. People would be like, Antonio. Like, the dude will never be on time to class if he goes to a class. Of course not. Yeah. What? No, never. I'm at, I okay. Realistically, I'll probably do mostly online, but I know he'll like go back to camp to someone and be like, "Yo, what's up?" <coughs> just <coughs> out, just to go to parties. <coughs> yeah, be like, "Hey, listen, doc. Uh, listen, I didn't study, but I'll sign this for you, <laughs> and you can give me a C." Yeah, plus. just like I, C's get degrees, doc. Listen, and like I got the A, B. You give me the C, and then we're good. <laughs> Right. Let's get the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's 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 pretty he's kinda like a he's like an A B student, you know. But uh Good God. Go home. 
Oh yeah, that was one of the worst jokes I made in a while, but it was good at the same time. <laughs> to Twitter he goes.